What's going on everybody? I go by the name of It's Marvy Marv And you are now tuned in to another episode of Gem Talk Where we have conversations that inspire greatness And speaking of greatness I would argue that I got the greatest with me The man, the myth the subject of a lot of conversations these last few days the subject of a lot of conversations over the last 20 years we got los cut it ladies and gentlemen welcome los cut it to gem talk what's up homie what's up my brother what's up everybody man such an honor to be here like real talk i've never in my life in my entire career had anybody hype me up the way Marvy has and just kind of start off this entire segment really quick man from the bottom of my heart it's um it's an it's an honest honor bro that you've the flowers you've given me this entire week these past few days have been remarkable and it means so much more to you to me because you've been a part and you've seen most of it you i mean we go way back 10 years ago so seeing you show up with receipts has just been dope man and i just want to sit here and say that you know I don't say any of that as those are Marv's words, but it means the world to me. And I'm here to just share as much as I can with you guys all. So go crazy. Ask away anything you want to know, Marvy. I'm all here, man. I literally blocked my entire evening for everybody on this live. Let's do it. Let's go. So first and foremost, barbers, I need you guys to flood the chat, spam the chat with the goat emojis. All right. The goat emojis. Because this this ain't just another gem talk. This is about to be goat talk. You know what I'm saying? And I can speak with all sincerity when I say that Los is truly <laughs> a, a, a humble human, right? So he is the, the person that is not going to be running around uh, yelling out he's the best barber in the world. He's the greatest of all time. He hasn't ever been on that type of time, at least in my experience, but that's why there's people like me, because I'm out here doing it for them. You heard? So if any of y'all, any of y'all want that smoke, come see Marvy Marv. No talk back. Lowe's cut it is the goat. And you see, I had to represent my homie Lowe's gave me the goat shirt uh, out in Vegas. And I love this shirt. It fits well, feels good. And it's a representation of how I feel because I feel like I'm a goat, too. So, you know, thank you for the shirt. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, and just thank you for everything you do, man. Man, my dude, bro. I appreciate you, bro. You know, it, it takes a lot more work to show love than to show hate, and I really appreciate that, bro, for real. Yeah, it's interesting, man, because it's like, that's the one thing that I think is weird about the barber industry. I feel like, it, at least locally and, and a lot online, it there are those people that are hesitant to show love. You know, and, and and give flowers and give credit where credit is due. It's like me calling you the best barber in the world to go or whatever I want to call you. It doesn't take from me. Doesn't make me any less. You know what I mean? So it's no, right. it, it's always interesting to see how people, you know, r respond to those type of type of um, you know comments when they're made or just how people respond. Period. It's just like. Let's show love. Let's empower. And when you see somebody doing great things and you see somebody holding it down, I mean, it, it doesn't take anything away from you to show love. You know what I mean? So yeah, you, you never look bad trying to make someone look good. Remember that, right? Yeah. And I was even having this conversation with someone earlier today about 
um, they had asked me if with my experience in my career, like, did I, did my inner circle, my support system start getting smaller, the more success I started getting in the hair industry or just in general. And I was telling that person like, yeah, you don't, your, your personal circle, whether it may be friends, whether it may be just acquaintances or coworkers, the more of a success you have, you tend to lose that and people start getting, and that circle starts getting smaller, but now your outside circle, which means people all over the world and other states and other cities, that starts getting greater and bigger, right? But the thing that sucks is that you're not just going to let anybody from the outside into your world because, you know, there's a lot of crazy people out here. So these are little sacrifices that you have to be aware of and, and, and pay attention to. Yeah, the, your support system at home, the close people that grew up with you are going to get smaller, but your outside support system is going to blow up. And that's just something that <clears throat> happened to me. And you just got to learn to deal with it. it comes with comes with the territory, man. I met a lot of people in the outside world that became some of my closest friends. You being one of them, we go way back. <clears throat> you hired me at, for an event in 2016, bro, for your expo. You remember that? Yeah, bro. That was fire. <laughs> That's how we met. And since day one, sorry, I'm a itchy throw, but since day one, bro, we, we've been working together and I see you and we're still here. You feel me? Yeah, guys, the event he's talking about was the New York State Barber Expo. It was the first event I ever did. I wasn't known as Marvy Marv. This whole barbers thing wasn't created, <laughs> but I was inspired to do an event in my area uh, because I got that inspiration from Jay Majors from going to the Connecticut Barber Expo every year i'm like you know what i want to do my own event and uh i think you might have been the first person that i wanted to reach out to to involve with the event because you were somebody that i just had inspired me f from you know the, the moment i entered the barber industry and got involved in the instagram world so going to the connecticut barber expos you know and seeing you doing your thing uh, back then, I'm like, yo, we got to have this dude involved. I'm seeing him online crushing. I see him in real life crushing. So reaching out to you, I had no idea how it worked. I didn't know how much I was going to have to pay. I didn't know nothing about it. But um, I was walking, I was through, walking you through the whole thing. I was walking you through the whole thing. I'm like, this is how you do it, Marv. This is how it works. But I made it really easy, bro. And you got me out there. And we killed it, bro. That's when yeah. I had just got signed with Babelist. So, you know, we had Babelist involved. It was pretty dope. So yeah. thank, thank, you know, thank you for that because you were... You know, at the time, you were one of the few people that that, that really messed with me for me. But you, you were a fan of what I did, and you wanted to bring me in for what I do. You know what I mean? So, shout out to that. Shout out to you for that. Um, but let's get to it, bro. There's so much that we have to talk about and, and come at. And I, I just really want to know what the people want to know. Because yeah. I always tell people this. If I don't know it, I ran or came across somebody that does. So, I know it through them. I have 24 years in this game. I'm here to just always share as much as I can because people can take what I give them and they can create their own or generate their own outlook on that. And that's how anything grows, this industry, I mean, anything in general. So I don't know how you normally do it. I don't know if it's you, Marv, that chooses the questions or chooses the topics or you just go off comments, but yeah. I'm ready to you know, let Got loose. You. So, so what I would say is this, guys. Ask as many questions as you want to. All right, don't hold back. Ask anything that you want to ask. Understand that um, we're going to do our best to cover them in organic conversation. But what I always do is I save questions in my folder. So that way, if we don't cover them 
organically, we will have a Q&A at some point where I'll make sure I'll go in the folder and we'll try to answer as many questions as we can. As far as the giveaway, guys, I want you guys to make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you're you're, you're taking notes. Make sure you're listening. So when it, uh, time comes for us to do the giveaway, you'll be in the best position possible to, to win the giveaway. All right, and We're obviously not going to do the giveaway for a little bit. Uh, because we're here on Gem Talk and we're going to be dropping a whole bunch of gems. Uh, as far as Los, man, he has so much experience in so many different realms of the barbering world. I can't personally think of a realm in the barbering world that he hasn't tapped into and done uh, work in. So whatever, when it comes to barbering, when it comes to cosmetology, when it comes to designs, when it comes to working with companies, brands, photography, videography, bro, I've been trying to tell y'all for the last few days, at least the bag runs deep. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the part that y'all don't understand is that the, the, the wisdom and insight runs, e runs even deeper. You know what I mean? You, you guys see the content, you see what he's doing online, but y'all, a lot of y'all don't understand the, the knowledge that Los possesses. So any questions that you guys have, just shoot, shoot them. Um, anybody that does a super chat and ask questions, obviously we're going to hold those top priority, uh, but we're going to do our best to get to every um, question as possible. My first question though, bro, to you is how did it begin for you? Because I want to take you back, bro. You're Lowe's cut it. You're on the Mount Rushmore. You're, you're, I call you the goat, the best barber in the world. How did this happen for you, bro? Let's go back in time. Dude, it's still crazy to hear it. Like it makes me smile when you, you know, when you say things like that, it's just dope. You know, it's a lot of validation to a lot of the hard work that I've put because it's so rare to get that love. I go to shows and people do show love and that's always greatly appreciated. Um, but when it comes, like I said earlier, when it comes from somebody that's been in the game as long as you, Marv, it just, it hits different because you kind of know that this guy knows what he's talking about. And how it started for me is how it started for a lot of people around, um, that's been long, been there long enough, like I have. I started at 12 years old, man. It was very simple. You got to think back, right? Back in 2000. Maybe 99, 98, 99, I was uh, 11 years old, 10 years old, and my father was a, such an old school dude, and he would get a haircut every month, month and a half. He was never really like strict with it, but one thing about me is that my hair was, you know, I'm Mexican, I'm Latino, so for all my Latinos out there, you guys know our hair is just very spiky and straight. You know, we don't, we, we're not blessed like these Dominican brothers or these Puerto Rican brothers that have that beautiful, wavy, curly hair, and... um. So our hair was just spiky. It was like, if you didn't shave it down, it was just going to be wild. And I remember specifically, this is seventh grade. It was probably like a picture day the next day. I went up to my dad the moment he got home from work. And I was like, hey, can you take me to get a haircut? I got pictures tomorrow. And I remember him just casually looking at me. And he was just like, we'll go next week. Mm. And to me, that was like that was like a gut punch because I needed this cut tomorrow, dude. Th that whole year, all my picture days, I had a fro, and I hated it. And you know, you guys got to understand. Let's take you back to to two thousand. There was no such thing as barbershops. It was just like unisex Marias on the corner. And it was like the little old lady that would cut hair. There was no such thing as an actual barbershop. And the places where they did have barbershops, usually in like where the brothers are at or in the north side, we had a couple Puerto Rican barbershops. But remind you, right? There was no such thing as appointment. So if you mm. went there, it was a gamble. You had to sit for hours. When was the last time you went anywhere and sat for hours? Mm. So that was even an option. I was young. So what did I do? I did the one thing as a Latino 
in a household you never do, I, I, I snapped back at my dad and I said some shit. I said something in the lines of, like, damn, just because you don't cut your hair doesn't mean we don't want a haircut or something like that. He got up so quick. Oh, he looked he at was, me in my eyes and he's <laughs> Yeah, and he was eating too. So he had a whole mouth full of food. And he yeah. looked at me and he's like, he's like, you want to get a haircut every week? He's like, go buy your own machine and I don't care if you go bald. Mm. That was him telling me, do whatever you want. So what did oh. I do at the time? I went to, to uh, either a Walgreens or a Walmart. I can't remember, but I bought. And I don't know if you remember, Marvy. I don't know how far back you go, but I bought a Conair Clipper. Sheesh. It was a Conair Clipper. I yeah. never used and one, I, so that's before <laughs> my time. Yeah, so it was Conair. It was literally, they, I think at the time they had Wall, they had Endis, it was Oster, and then they actually had Conair. It was it was in Babyliss, it was, it was Conair. And I remember at the time when you would ask around, people would be like, oh, Conair, that's a great brand, great brand. So I bought me a Conair Clipper, and I went in the bathroom, and I knew I didn't know how to cut hair. And at the time, we didn't have YouTube. You feel me? You know yeah. what we had? I had MTV. So I would mm. watch MTV and watch all these music videos and just kind of pay attention to how people were lined up. And then I would run to the bathroom and try to remember what I saw and try to mimic that same outline and say the least, it, it didn't work out the way it did. But also in Chicago at the time, one of the most popular haircuts when I was in seventh grade in 2000, uh, not 2000, I'm sorry, 98. Um, it was where we would have like a number two on top and just a line, like a bow line. There was no fade. Yeah. So either either you rock that line with a slick back with a hairnet, or you rock that line with a buzz, because people didn't really do fades. So and no one ever got lineups. We all had natural linings. Yeah, all crooked and wild. Like only only yeah only the Puerto Ricans were, were getting lineups. The Dominicans were getting lineups. The brothers were getting lineups. But us like Mexicans, we didn't really rock lineups. Yeah. And I did it, dude. Seventh grade, I buzzed my hair off. I cut myself, and and I suffered all through. Um, eighth grade the summer of eighth grade and freshman years when i got really good i got really really good to the point where i had this whole routine set up starting my you know freshman year in high school that was a big deal you know for anyone anyone entering high school it's those four years of your life will change you literally yeah um i had a routine where every sunday night i will wake up i will cut my hair at night i'll be fresh from school monday tuesday wednesday morning i'll wake up cut it again and then I'll be fresh Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then I'll do it again Sunday. So it came a time where someone was like, damn, Lowe's, I noticed that you always have a haircut. Where do you go? Who cuts your hair? And I was like, oh, I cut my own hair. And they were like, what? And that's how it slowly started, man. It slowly started getting one person here, one person there. Now, let me tell you, cutting my own hair for two years and getting it right was one thing. Having somebody sit in front of me and having to do their hair was a whole nother level. Now, when I first started, I didn't even realize that you needed a cape. I was just cutting people without a cape. So, oh, they so the hair just getting all over their clothes. <laughs> all over the ear, all over their collar. And it was just so normal because we we didn't know better. Yeah. And when I first started cutting hair, one of my things, and, and I want to share this in case there's any students out there, or anyone that just started cutting hair, I could never stand in front of a person and line them up. I was always so weird about making eye contact with people or being in front of them face to face that when I will line them up, if their head's here facing that way, I will stand on the side and line them up like that. And, and at the time, not thinking about it now, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? But at the time it felt right because I'm like, I don't want to sit, you know, I don't want to be in front of this guy face to face in a room by myself. It yeah, just it's just awkward. It is. 
awkward. He's sitting on the yeah. on the toilet seat. You feel me? And I'm in like yeah. in between. He's like, he's in between my legs, and I'm trying to line. And it was just it just felt so off, man. But the idea of being able to cut hair and create and and fade it, it happened all through freshman year, and I got really good because I also had neighborhood kids coming for for uh, five dollars a haircut. I was charging at the time. Um, sometimes even free. Dude, by the time my high school, I finished high school, let's just say 15, I started working on my first barbershop. Now, I think this is a quick gem that I want to let everybody know. One of the mm -hmm. reasons why... Gem talk, flood the chat with gems. Here it comes. And they start. <laughs> One of the reasons why I feel like I'm I'm real versatile is because I had the opportunity to operate in, in various barbershops, right? I spent 14 years at official cuts. Just alone, from the age of 18 to 31, I was at official cuts. But before that, I worked at two other barbershops. I worked in an all-black barbershop. It was all my brothers there, and I was the only Latino there. I learned how to cut um, curly hair there, and I was really put on with like tips and tricks on the ash line and oil sheen and all these things that I didn't really know how to do. And I, and then, and then, um, and I also taught them how to cut straight hair because they didn't know either. They didn't know how to cut straight hair. I didn't know how to cut curly hair. We worked on that. I did that for a year and a half and got really good at it because to me, I don't know how you feel, Marv, but to me, cutting curly hair um, or wavy hair is way easier than cutting straight hair. For sure, oh, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't People mean, like, say it's the like, other way around. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Once you start cutting cutting that uh, uh, the, the straight, the the once you switch it and you you try that and you're not familiar with it, you'll see it's like, whoa, I, I got some Mexican. Me. I got some Mexican brothers I can send to anyone that'll really test your skills for sure. Super thick, Facts. coarse hair. Facts. But curly hair, you know, the brothers were so easy. This is why, like, sometimes when I I be hating on sometimes these Florida barbers or these Philly barbers, they be having all them Dominican and Puerto Rican. Cause those haircuts are the best fades. Like it's gonna it's gonna fade itself. When yeah. you can do that to someone like like got coarse straight hair, like someone who's Asian or now you show your skills. Like, now you're really like, all right, are you really that good, right? So yeah. I got really good with that, and and really good because you know I'm a quick learner. And then I ended up going to the South Side with Mr. Official, and there that's like little Palestine over there, man. Shout out Palestine. That's yeah. little Palestine over there. So what did I learn how to do there? Beards. You had 16-year-olds mm -hmm. with beards, bro. So working one next to Mr. Fisher for 14 years and seeing how great he was, I got to learn how to utilize uh, and work with longer hair and beards and really thick, thick hair. So I got really good with, with curly hair. I got really good with beards. I understood shaving. I understood um, cutting and fading. And then me, I was always an artist growing up. So a lot of people don't even know. I used to tattoo when I was... 21 i tattooed for about a year and a half i would cut hair from 9 a.m to 8 p.m get home at 9 p.m take my first client tattoo to about two three in the morning and do that for about six months mm. and i was really good at tattooing but I, I was also really good at cutting hair and at the time i had i had to weigh my options i'm like all right what's making me money right now what 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 was the, what was the deal breaker the deal breaker for me was i can cut hair and these clients can come back in a week or two or I could tattoo someone and I might never see them again. Right. So I ended up choosing hair. And to this day, I think, do I think, could I have been a really good tattoo artist if I would have put that much effort? Right. You're but right. at the same time, who would have thought that I would have made it this far cutting hair? So that's how it happened, man. 31 years old. I'm at official cuts. Let me paint a picture for, for these barbers that are watching right now. 31 years old. I'm at official cuts. 
I work five days a week. I get two days off. I make my own schedule. I make 100% of what I make, meaning I don't break bread with Mr. Official or the shop because I'm also the manager in charge of nine barbers. Mm. And I decided to leave. You know how many people thought I was crazy? Why would you leave? You got it made. You're you're here. You you you're not giving any everything you make is 100% yours. You're 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 good. I don't get it. And that's the problem with a lot of people is that you guys get to a level where you're comfortable and you think you can just coast. Mm-hmm. And when you coast, that's when everybody and everything passes you up. So when I knew that the only way that I can stay at official cuts was for Yak, Mr. Official himself to pay me a salary because I was already getting everything for free. Now, can you imagine, Marv, working at a barbershop where someone's paying you to work there? And you mm. can still keep what you make. And you can still make your schedule. And you can do whatever the hell you want. And you're the man in charge. It's a pretty good position like, to be in. But I decided to leave because at that time, I knew. All right. If you really pay attention, I've always been the guy that's always been looking forward. I always try to plan two, three, four, five years ahead. I see what's coming. In 2016, I dropped my busy schedule to go to Paul Mitchell so I can learn cosmetology because I knew that eventually men were going to start growing their hair out, start getting into products, start getting into hair color. And I knew that for eight years ago. I knew that. And I, and I enrolled in school because I wanted to get better and I wanted to learn. So with that being said... I told Mr. Official, I'm like, I got to leave. And I decided to get my own space. And I got my first little studio. And I remember, dude, right now it's so common. You see the entire world. Barbers that are coming straight out of school talking about, I don't want to go to a barber shop. I'd rather have my own studio. Like, it's so common to hear that now. But at the time, in 20, I don't even know when I left Official Cuts. But when I left five years ago, everyone was like, what do you mean you're going to be in a room by yourself? And I'm like... Well, think about it. Content right now is just as good as money, mm-hmm. believe it or not. The it's actually more valuable in the long run. Yeah, but this is me talking back then. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I could say that now. People be like, right. oh, 100%. All right. Imagine saying it back then. Nah, they're looking at Content, you like you a weirdo. It's just as good as money. Money doesn't bring happiness, right? What money does, money brings opportunity. It gives you an opportunity to ruin your life or it gives you an opportunity to make something out of it. Same thing with content. You create content. It gives you opportunity. Give me an opportunity. Look, I'm a babyless ambassador, global ambassador. I'm a level three global ambassador. And so many other companies that have reached out, but because I don't want to give or half-ass anybody, I, I, I know what I'm good at. I'm going to stick to what I'm good at, and that's it. Um, so when I decided to go in my own room, I knew I couldn't. When I was at the barbershop, I, I had to wait till that shop closed to create content. Now, don't get me twisted. When you're 23, 24, 25, it ain't no thing. I'll stay up to two, two, three in the morning. I'll shoot some content. I'll wake up. I'll be at the shop at 9 a.m. No problem. But if you're doing that in your 30s, whew, you know, it's going to be a little tougher. Yeah. So I was getting older. I started realizing I'm like, well, I can't wait till 9 p.m. every time to get a model, to get a photographer, to get a videographer. It's too much. Like, I'm getting tired. So what can I do? If I get my own space, that means I can block off at 11 a.m. a couple hours and I can shoot my content during the day. And I could just switch my schedule the way I want, and it works. And that was when I realized, when I finally got my own space, and I was in a room by myself with one chair, and my client, who I've been cutting for five, six years, walks in and sits down, and I felt so awkward because it's never just been me and him. It's always been like, what's up, my bro? How are you? Have a seat. Are we doing the same thing? Yeah? Bet. All right, Andy, so what you do last night? 
you know, how, how was everything else going? And I'm talking to everybody in the entire shop, but the gentleman in the chair, right? When I got my own space and that dude came in for the first time and I'm sitting down, I was just like, bro, I don't even know you. What do you do for work? Yo, Turns right? out I'm finding out all these gems that these people are doing and how they're plugged. And I'm just like, wait, this whole fucking time you've been a professional chef? This whole time, you don't hear me talking about how I want a meal prep? And he's, they, they laugh and they're like, yeah, you know, we just figured, you know, you're busy. You're talking, you know? So I started developing relationships with people and started realizing, like, dude, I don't need other barbers, you know? Because if, when you're in a barbershop, if you really think about it, your chair is a storefront, right? So if your chair does good and you're always on time and you're always buying your supplies and you're catering to your customers great, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Your chair is your storefront is going to kill it. So what's the difference of having a chair in a barbershop or having your own room? I always tell people when you build a clientele, that's when you're the most powerful because mm -hmm. you can go anywhere and they'll follow you. Right mm -hmm. now, I don't mean move out of state or move an hour down the street, but if you build up enough clientele where you can say, Hey guys, listen, now I'm going to be 10 minutes from this place. I got my own location, private area, your own TV, et cetera, et cetera. Your clients are going to come a hundred percent. Who's not going to want that? So that was my whole pitch was how can I transfer people to this privacy that didn't even exist at the time. People still thought I was crazy. And I'm sure it was awkward for my clients being in the room by myself, you know, just me and him. But dude, when it became a thing, people were just like, I will never go back to a shop. I can never. People just started bringing like their side girls and shit to, 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 to my studio. They started having they conversations. They had a new they level know. of privacy they never had before. No, conversations they could never have at the shop. You know, it was just so much. Go you, you just started seeing blossoming it. And now for those of you guys that know HQ, where we're at now, 3,000 square uh, feet of space, I could have never uh, opened this up and truly operate here if I didn't have four years in my small studio that was only 550 square feet, mm. right? So don't look at what I have and try to mm. jump the gun. Mm. Build something small and grow from it. Same thing with clients, right? When you raise your prices, don't just think you're worth something. Prove the concept first. How do you prove the concept? And how do you prove the concept on when I should raise my prices? Is when your ass is standing up because you can't sit down and eat because you got two people waiting for you. It's when you're stressing, when you can't see your family, your kids. When you're when you're at that level of anxiety and stress and you don't know what to do. That should be the biggest flag. Like, all right, I got to raise my prices because the goal is to always eliminate people when you raise prices. Too many people try to keep people when they raise prices, which is why too many people raise $5. Of course, people are going to spend an extra five, but you want to get rid of people? Double. 40 to 80. You definitely got to open up the seat. You double it for sure. Yeah, double it. Even if you lose 50% of the people, the 50% that stay, you're making the exact amount of money. Now you freed up what to me is the most important thing in life. And what is that, Marv? That's that time, baby. That time we can't time. get back. You know what I'm saying? You open up time and you yes. decide what you want to do with that time. Do I want to book more clients at that price or do I want to pick up a new trade? And these are struggles that I came across. And what did I decide? Think about it. I would hire photographers at 9 p.m. to show up. Photographers that are more just into and more focused on the photo itself. Now, as a barber, what are we more focused on, Marv? As a barber, the what hair. are we focused Yeah, absolutely. We're obsessed with it. When we That's look a at a picture yeah. of a haircut, we don't care about 
are, are their leading lines? Are we on the third? Like yeah. all these rule of thumbs that photographers have. I understand that, right? So I always tell people, now listen to this. This is another gem. Anyone Drop the gems in the chat, baby. Here they come. They been coming. Those taking us on the journey right now. <laughs> Anyone aff affiliated in the hair industry, in the barber industry, knows a little bit about hair, which means they will not just walk or enter into any barbershop and get a haircut because we know better than to go here, to go there. So we have some type of knowledge and understanding. So the same concept has to go with anything else that you do. I decided to pick up photography because the photographer that I hired was more focused on the photo itself, where me, the artist, was most focused on the hair. I would do a nice haircut with a design on the left side, but the photographer's like, uh, I kind of like her cheekbones on the right side, so we're going to turn her this way. And I'm in the back like, no, bro, get the design. Who cares about a cheekbone? Get the design. So right. what did I do? I spent 40 hours minimum, and I say minimum because I've done up to 60 to 100 hours learning techniques on a lot of things. I learned photography myself enough, and to really break it down, I learned portrait photography because if you think about it, portrait, portrait photography has to do with just faces and heads. Then I learned portrait editing, professional editing, Photoshop, legit editing, not an app, not nothing. So by learning these things, I was able to not just one, do it myself, but also work with people that I know are good enough. Just like you're a barber, Marv, you know how to cut hair, you know what barbers to hire because you understand the trait. Facts. Same thing went with videography. When Instagram stopped doing photos and they switched to that 15 second video, I was like, damn. But you guys got to remember back then, the hottest ticket was having something professional. It ain't like today where you could just pull out your phone and that's going to go viral. Back then, the more professional your work looked, the more viral it was going to go. And back then, we had attention span that was a lot longer than 10 seconds. We can watch a four-minute video, no problem. Now, if you don't have my attention in 0.5 seconds, I'm scrolling. Yeah, I'm about to that's take you back real quick, bro. I, I don't mean to cut you. I'm going to take you back real quick. Uh, first thing I want to say before I take, take Lose back and take y'all way back is I want to mention, bro, courtesy of Bopper, everybody on here is getting free Bopper cards. So you guys don't got to pay for the Bopper cards. All you got to do is cover shipping. You're getting a free Barber's Bopper card. All right, so shout-outs to Bopper for coming through, showing the love. Um, you can get all of that info and pick up your card. Uh, just go to ismarimarv.com. Uh, that's the wrong one right here, ismarimarv.com, and you'll be able to see it right on the top of um, my, my site. You'll see get your free Bopper's card. Or you just go on my uh, page, my Instagram, you'll see the, the post that I posted, and you just say free bopper, and you'll get a free card. So shout out to Bopper um, for that, right? Um, let me take you back in time real quick, Los, because you was talking about Instagram. I already Instagram. had to pay some bills real quick. That's what's Yo, up. look at this, bro. <laughs> look at this, bro. This is from Los Cutit's Instagram. Talk about starting from the bottom. This is May 12th. 2012, bro. They you, just guys wanna hear you guys like, want to hear one like, oh. bro. Los got one like, and Los used to be the guy like all of us posting pictures of the food on Instagram. Where'd you get bro? that, bro? Where'd you get that? <laughs> I play you, Los. Stop playing, Yo. bro. I went down your page and found that. Them crap bro. legs were fire. fire. <laughs> Yo, and I wanted to save that because. I wanted to use that as inspiration, right? Because if if we're talking about now, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about now, bro. 
You know what I mean? We're, like we're talking about, um, we're talking about this. Where, 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 where are we at? We talking about this now? You know what Damn. I'm saying? This is where we've we've brought the content to social media, and, and this is this is how you started out, bro. You know what I mean? I just wanted to show this because what I want people to see is that we all start somewhere. You know what I mean? We all start somewhere. So you seeing that, I hope you guys, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are posting better content than that right now. So if, if Los can get from that to where he's at, you know what I'm saying? What what could y'all do? When I said shout outs to uh, Mar for scrolling down one hour. It took me forever, bro. You got 5,000 something posts. It took me forever. I found out it had one like. I said, I'm saving that um, and bringing and that. Like was so probably that, that had to be before all the <laughs> photography and videography, bro. Like That's way oh, before I mean, that. Bro, I've never seen that photo in my life, Marv. I don't know what you Bro, you posted <laughs> it. Bro, you, you posted it, bro. Oh, uh, crab legs? What? Yo, he was he, there were some other ones too, but I'm like, you know what, we gonna we gonna leave we gonna leave uh um some of those off. But um yeah, bro, like the, the whole content game, you're killing it, right? You've been killing it for a while now. Um you you've you've gotten good at photography, videography, and all of the stuff that you got um good at. Just go to ismarimarv.com, guys, and get the card. Um how how have you found the time to do it, right? Because you got so many people that want to learn um, how to do all these different things in the barbering industry, whether it has to do with hair or it has to do with photography or videography and content and, and all of this stuff. And it's just hard to find the time. So how have, how, how did you make that happen? A lot of trial and tribulation, but I figured out the perfect formula. And this is, this goes to all the barbers because I, I talk to a lot of people when I go to shows, I get a lot of questions. A lot of them are very repetitive. So I hear a lot of the same stuff. And people that are usually asking me, how do I do that? Basically, would you just ask me, Marv? The one thing I ask them is like, how many days do you work at the barbershop? Mm -hmm. And most common answer is six, seven days. Well, my like, well, if you're working every day at the shop, of course, you're not going to have time. And I never understood the concept of working every day or six days mm -hmm. a week, right? I always... My goal, obviously, when I first started, younger days, no appointments, just straight walk-in. I was working every day. But now we can control that. We got apps to control the bookings to make it easier. It's like the NBA. It's gotten a little softer, a little more, you know. They you see some of these technicals and all of that. I'm like, what are, yeah, what are we you doing? Know what? It's cool. It's a good time to be a barber now because everything's laid out for you. But, dude, you got to right. understand. When I, was, when I started, we were figuring this out ourselves. So how I did it is I would work five days a week at the shop and people would be like, no, I got to get this money. I got to get this money. True. But you also got to plan for the future. So if you're right. always getting this money, you're never really planning for the future. So you got to invest time, not just money or not just physical work. You got to invest time into learning things or doing things. So I worked five days a week. Ideally my schedule was Tuesday to Saturday. I was Sunday off. Sunday was automatically family, uh, personal time, me time, no work. Monday was pay all my bills and social media day. Right. So I always tell mm -hmm. people to this day, pick one day a week and not even mm -hmm. a day. Pick one haircut a week that you do for yourself. 
That could be a design. That could be a video shoot. That could be anything that's out of the ordinary. That one day that you choose to do your social media day or your, your one haircut, whatever, is going to bring fulfillment to you. It's going to bring excitement. It's what's going to make you happy to post, to share, whatever it is. But if you have time in between for B-roll posts, so I say B-roll posts in the sense of anything that you want to post just in between, you post anything else, take uh, lifestyle shots, take um, a before and after. And I always share with people, just to give a quick value, when I see a lot of these after haircuts where people grab their cell phones after a quick cut, and I get it when you're cutting hair and you got back-to-back -back appointments, the only thing you can do is pull out your cell phone and do one of these real quick. Hopefully, you get the right angle, right lighting. All right. Thank you, sir. See you next week. But when you do that, add a voiceover. Mm -hmm. Instead of applying just a song, add a voiceover. Something as simple as this. Hey, what's up, guys? This is my client, John. As you can see, John has a two on top, a zero blend. This is called a mid-fade. And you... By doing simple things like that, you're giving people value, a.k.a. reason to stick around, watch your video, and reason to share your video. But when it comes to creating content, I had to shorten my days at work and, and, and give myself an extra day or two to build content, to create ideas, to get together with a team and discuss ideas back and forth. But you have to do that. And that's how I did it. I eliminated my... Uh, my days of working every day and I wasn't worried about losing money because if anybody truly messes with you, they're going to come the days you're at work. You feel me? If a restaurant yeah. is closed on a certain day, for example, let's say this Chick-fil-A, for example, they're closed on Sundays, but people still go to Chick-fil-A on Saturday and Monday because they know they're closed on Sundays. So if you're really that good or if your service is that good, it doesn't matter what days you don't work. Just tell people your schedule and, Fill people in on the days you are working. Now, what's also cool about our industry is that certain people that take care of you, you can give them perks. And I always tell my clients, look, I don't work Sundays, Monday, or Tuesday. But listen, bro, if you ever go on vacation, if you ever have something special going on, you have court, anything, reach out to me in advance and I'll make it work for you. But typically, I don't work those days. But them knowing that if I, they really needed me those days, I would be there. That's good enough. And I think that's what a lot of people have to implement. I'm not a big fan on booking apps because when you have a booking apps, it doesn't really give you um, the opportunity to really get to know your client. It keeps it more on that distant relationship. You don't have my number. I don't have yours. You come in. How you doing, sir? Blah, blah, blah. Here's a haircut. Great, great. Maybe over time, you can get close to that person and give each other info. But I take a lot of my old school techniques and really getting to know people. One of the biggest questions that people ask me now is like, how do I book with you, Los? There's no link. Well, my clients decide who books with me. There is no link to get a haircut by me. But if any of my clients refer me to anyone they think is good enough to sit in my chair and good enough in the sense of, are they responsible? Are they on time? Will they take care of me? That's who I allow in my chair by letting other clients refer. So the only way you get in my chair is, one, you could be a cool model and let me do whatever I want to do, or you can get referred by one of my clients that I've been doing for a long time. So over the years, that's kind of how I got my schedule going, and, and, it, and it works, and I'm happy. I don't utilize the booking app. I love the intimacy of my clients being able to hit me up and text me and just having that old-school trait. But also, it took 24 years to get to that. It right. just happened. You know what I mean? I right. want people to understand that. Barbers! You guys loving this episode or what, man? Bro, Lowe's the GOAT. Man, look. We go for three hours, so we're just getting started, bro. Take a screenshot. Share this to your story. 
Let the people know that you're loving this episode. Tag me in it. Tag Los in it. So that way we can show you guys some love. Also, make sure you head over to itsmarvymarv.com to check out my interactive social media course so you can get access to all the same tools, apps, and resources and strategies that I use every single day to grow my social media presence. Check out my Booked Up Barber Masterclass, my TikTok Crash Course. I got barbering apparel, hats, hoodies, t-shirts, free downloads, a whole lot more. So go check it out at itsmarvymarv.com. All right? With that being said, let's get back into this episode, man. We got lows to go. Yeah, and, and I'll say a couple things. Um, number one, if the link isn't working, guys, it may be because a lot of people are trying to go at once or something. I don't know, but it is in my bio, and um, this is the actual link to get it. It's HTTPS slash bopper.com slash talk. I'll keep it in my link. Uh, in my bio, so we will figure it out, guys. We'll make sure that you guys can get them if, for the, for whatever reason, the link is just is it's it's not working. Um, but I, I'll also say, so for me, I cut hair full time two days a week in the shop, right? So I got five days off to like kind of be flexible. So you mean you're only two days a week, two days a week full time in the Savage. shop, right? What do you do like it, six a.m. to like. Two in the morning or something? Not even. I'll go in sometimes from like eight to like six, eight to seven or whatever. Just more so for the male camaraderie and 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 seeing my clients and being out at the shop. You know, it, it, it's a good experience. It's fun. It's me hanging out with the people, right? Um, but because I'm only in the shop full time two days, I got a lot of free time the other five to be able to to, to do all of the other things I do. So I always do my best to, to make that a point and, and, and state that because so many people look at me and they say, well, Marv, you seem to do all this stuff. You're, you, you're creating all this content. You're doing all that. How do you manage that while working in the shop? And it's like, bro, I've freed up time. You know what I'm saying? I freed up time to be able to do this. I've compacted my schedule in the shop so that I can do these things. So for the people tuning in that may be seeing a lot of the stuff that you know I do or Lowe's Cutter does, like Lowe said, you, you just might have to compact that schedule a little bit. It might be time for you to open up a day or open up two, figure out how you're going to do that in order to give yourself more time to learn the skill sets you need to learn and to be able to do the things that you see yourself doing in the future. The only way you're going to be able to do that is by investing the time, you know? So, so that, that has worked for me, right? So maybe that, that, that'll work for you guys. And I see some people saying the link is working so good, good, cool. Um, but, um, yeah, like I, I, for me, you know, it's, it's always been bigger than barbering for me, right? Like, I'm just like you, bro. Like we're artists and, and creators and hair is one part of it. There's so many other things that we want to do, you know? So for me, I've always made it a priority to, to allocate time to that. So even if you're in a position where you're you're not necessarily able to take off a day yet, you can still allocate time, guys. The same way you set time to decide for your appointments, you like that's that's a, an appointment for John to come in and get his haircut. You can make an appointment with yourself and make sure you're just being efficient in that time to learn some of these skill sets and and and. and, and turn yourself into the version that you want to be. It's not going to happen all on its own, bro. Like I didn't get good at this stuff and the content and everything I've gotten good at just by accident. Los hasn't gotten uh, uh, good at everything that he's good at by accident. And, and one of the things that I hate when people say is, you know, God given talent. It's like, yeah, true to their, to a degree, there is that, 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 um, that part of us where some of us are just naturally better at things than others because of whatever reason. But bro, 
You're not going to sit here Listen, and tell guys. me you God given talent when I know how Listen. much time <laughs> and energy and money I've invested into this stuff, right? And I see you want to speak on that. So go, go, go ahead. Do your thing, bro. There's one thing to say when it comes to that, and you're 100% right. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Drop the gems in the chat, barbers. That's basically what you're trying to say this whole time. That's really what it is. Absolutely. So, because I, I get the same thing. I'm a talented dude. I know I'm gifted, but she do I put in the hard work? You're obsessed, people, bro. bro. You're obsessed, oh, right? I live it and breathe it every day. Every day, I, from the moment my eyes open to the moment I go to sleep, what I do in my my life is based on my career and what I do for a living. That's it. Do you ever there feel like no that's a off. bad thing? Because you you, you have you have so many people that that are always trying to find work life balance, and then it, you know it's it's like you need time to chill, and they look at like being obsessed with things you're passionate about as a negative. Like you need to just relax, you know. And even sometimes think, in myself, I, I feel that way. Like maybe I just need to relax, but then I'm just like, for what? Like I love doing what I'm doing. Do you ever? Do you? Do you? Do you I think I think most people that say that hate what they do for a jo for a job, which is why it feels like they need a break. You get what I mean? Uh, yeah. But when you find your niche or you find something that you're, I think what works for me is, and you guys got to understand this, man, everybody watching, I've never, ever had a real job in my life. And what I mean was, is I've never applied for a job and I've never had a job interview. I don't know what it's like to sit down and get interviewed for a job. And I don't know what it's like to collect a weekly paycheck. Everything I've ever done, everything I have, everything you see all came literally from cutting hair. So I always say this to the people. I, I'm, I've been in the jungle my whole life. When COVID hit, it was nothing new to me. Mm -hmm. Everybody freaked out because the paycheck started come stopped coming. Things shifted. But to me, I was just like, all right. This is what, what I do. I do? Yeah. yeah, let me pivot. Let me yep. do an online academy. Yep. Boom, Same let thing me I money there. And, I'm, and I made money. And I was like, cool. And it, I didn't feel that, that how people felt. Because I think people that work nine to five. And if you're a barber, it's important to understand because a lot of people are part-time barbers and then work part-time at like fucking uh, FedEx, I guess you could say, whatever. And, uh, and some of the reasons is because I don't make enough money doing hair. So I got, I need something for sure. And, and I get that, but it's that mindset that's going to ruin you because if you, the only way to learn is to get thrown in the shark, there is no safety net. So you yeah. can't sit here and say you want to learn how to swim, but you're only dipping your toe in the water to see if it's cold or warm. No, you want to learn how to swim, dive in there. Good luck. And for those of you guys that keep second jobs to make sure that I don't drown, you're literally planning for failure. You're not planning for anything else but to fail because that mindset's already messed up. So I yeah. tell people, dude, I, I, day one, jungle, everything I made, strictly hair. So when people have nine to fives, right? When they clock out of work, let's just say 5 p.m., they're mentally clocked out. All of a sudden, they want to go home and play video games. All of a sudden, they go play sports or or go to a bar and drink or go watch football or whatever it is that people do when they clock out. When you are in this industry like me and Marv are, there is no clocking out. Bro, there it doesn't is. stop. We 24 yeah, when 7. I leave the shop, when I finish cutting hair, now I have to edit something. Now I have to create something. Now I have to fly somewhere. There is no stop. So we don't ever get that switch off. But at the same time, we love what we do because we're not working for a brand. We're not working for a company like, like say, if I work at a bank or if I work at Walmart or anything. We're not working, putting that effort into them. We're working for us, for our brand, which allows us to want more and do more.
And yeah. I think when people get the hang of this is why when people quit their jobs to do their personal business, their little small business, they're putting more effort into that because they know it's for them. It's not for mm -hmm. anyone else. You get what I mean? And I hate and I hate when barbers, when I was a manager at Fisher Cuts, people would collect their money and then take the half that they or the percentage that they would give the the shop and would look at me and say, "Man, look at all this money I got to give to them, man." And this and this and that. And it's like, bro, you have to pay your dues, bro. You don't right. see me giving this money to my landlord like. I gotta give this money to my landlord, man. I don't look at this. Look what I could be doing. It's just it, you gotta pay your taxes. Oh, I gotta give this to Uncle Sam. These are just things you have to do. So when you have that negative mindset, it's gonna it's gonna deteriorate everything you got going on. Yeah, you have to. Uh, you just always have to. Um, just keep keep moving, keep pushing, man. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Keep positive. Control what you can't control. Let go of what you can't. It is what it is, and move accordingly. Yeah, and and, and and drop the gems in the chat because Los is snapping. Los is tapped in. <laughs> drop the gems. Ask your questions, guys. We're gonna make sure we get to as many of them as we can. Um, and and one thing I want to say that I'm thinking about when I'm hit when I'm hearing Los say all of this, what he's saying is, it, it's reminding me that the reason why I wake up every day so excited and full of life is because I'm doing things that truly inspire me. You know, and, and it, Los is too. Like, Los has been traveling, doing all types of stuff, been talking to people all day. Now he's hopping on a gem talk. He's like, we can do this forever, right? Because he's doing uh, doing things that inspire him. So for those of you that are tapped in, maybe you're in a position where you're feeling stuck, right? Like, Barbara's hit me up like, Marv, I feel stuck. I just don't, I, I feel like this is getting repetitive. I don't know what to do. What I always say to, to those people is you got to... You got to teach yourself a new skill or something. Challenge yourself. Go after something that 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 you feel is pulling you because at the end of the day that's where you're going to find where you're going to find all that fulfillment and all that energy and all that life and all that excitement. When you're in the shop or in your suite or wherever you are and you're just doing the same haircuts every day, dealing with the same people every day, the same routine every day, it gets redundant. You start to feel overwhelmed. You start to feel burnt out. You start to lose your joy and passion for what you do. But when you start teaching yourself a new skill, right? Now, all of a sudden, you start you start learning the skill a little bit. You start getting a little better at it. You start to figure it out. Now, you get excited. Now, you want more and more. And next thing you know, you're full of life. And now, you're becoming, you're getting better at photography. You're getting better at creating content. You're getting better at doing designs, women's hair, and all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're on this tap in right now and you're feeling like you're stuck, you're feeling burnt out a lot, you're feeling overwhelmed, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, when's the last time you challenged yourself? When's the last time you put yourself in a, in a position where you feel dumb or you feel like you don't know what you're doing, right? Maybe you never picked up that camera and played with the settings. Start teaching yourself how to use that camera and what the ISO means and what the aperture is and all of that. And next thing you know, as you start to figure that out, watch how excited you get to go to the shop and use that damn camera. You're going to start waking up feeling more uh, alive than you felt because now you got uh, this new thing that you're, you're learning, right? 
So challenge yourself, guys. That's the I know that's the reason Los has been able to stay as inspired as he's been doing this for a hundred years. The same thing when we've been doing it for as long as I've been doing it and, and never get tired of it because we're always trying different things and learning different things. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you become versatile and that's how you become a person that feels alive every day is 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 doing the things that you truly enjoy. For me, I look at it like this. I'm like, what do I enjoy to do? What do I do for free every single day? Cool. How can I make money doing that? Right? Think about it this way. I love having good conversations with good people. Right? Think about it. Me and Los, this is something that we do for free. We'd love to do every day. But now we're in a position where we can do this online, impact a ton of people, and guess what we can do? We can make money doing it. You know what I'm saying? So start looking at your life, guys. Start see what are some of the things you find yourself uh, being pulled towards that you like to do that you do for free, and ask yourself, how can I make money doing this? You know what I'm saying? Barbers, and I know I know Los is absorbing some of that. He's like, yeah, that's all, bro. You oh, speaking dude, facts, yeah, bro? Yeah, you're speaking gems. You know, I think I think people just need a. Um, and I've, I've said that too, dude. It's like learn something new. When you learn something new, it's gonna inspire you to implement that with what you already know. And that's how you get creative. You know what I mean? Think about it, right? If I took a, a random barber that's really good at cutting hair, and I personally took that barber and said, I'm going to teach you photography. I'm going to teach you how to capture your shots. If I teach him that, dude, I just unlocked another level for him to promote mm -hmm. himself, to market. Now I just lit his fire back up, and now he's he's geeked, right? But the problem with... I think, you know, you hear it everywhere. A lot of, a lot of new barbers post-COVID or anybody that's under the five-year mark, they want to reach that level, um, that high level that, 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 dude, it takes so much time to get to. Yeah. Yeah, granted, with today's resources, you can probably cut that time in half, but that's still 12 years. I've been doing mm -hmm. it 24. So say you get to my level in half the time, it'll still take you 12 years to truly understand the art of barbering because yeah. it's not i mean dude let's be honest some barbers can't even greet a client when they walk in and that's literally rule 101 greet mm -hmm. a client when they walk in right mm -hmm. and then we could go on forever what to talk about how to dress what to wear brush your teeth be this be that come on time right so there's so much stuff that people refuse to learn or go through but they want to go work for a company and I'm like, mm -hmm. let, me, let me tell you something, guys. Not that I don't love working for either company that I work for or represent, but it ain't as glamorous as what you guys think. It really isn't. It's my job, my job to make it look glamorous. Mm -hmm. You know, these videographers, these babyless or level three or any other company out there, they're not hiring photographer for us. They're not bringing people to create content for us. We have to create our own content, which is why we make it look fun. Now, is right. it an experience and one to remember? Yes, but trust me, if you're not putting in the work, you're going to be very miserable. But the reason why I'm able to appreciate that is because I went through all the BS. Yeah. Right? I cut all those crying kids. I cut people that ran out and didn't pay me. I cut game bangers that made me feel like I was about to get jumped immediately after I finished this cut. I cut people that I thought I was they were going to rob me. They were the last client of the day and they're acting funny. I cut old people that I thought were going to pass out. During the cut, I cut people that passed out or had seizures during the cut. I've been mm. through all that, but going through all that makes you appreciate the, the things that I do now. You you, ain't, mm -hmm. you can't skip that. You cannot because that's what builds character in you, man. That's what really makes you who you are. Because if you mm -hmm. just skip all that foundation and you get famous off of TikTok and you go from here to here, guess what? There's nothing here. It's all shallow. You're not going to be able to handle it when it comes your way. 
You're going to come crashing down. There's no yeah. foundation. But if you slowly build yourself up little by little, step by step, step by step, even if you fall on something you try to do, you're not going to fall far down because you have a foundation. For example, mm -hmm. me, if I ever try to do something crazy out of the world and I try to go to that next level and I fall, I'm never going to hit rock bottom. I'm going to fall right where we're at today, right? Because I already built such a foundation. But take somebody that just gets viral instantly. There is no foundation there. Odds are you're probably going to last a couple months till people forget about you because you have nothing new to offer. You just got big off that one haircut or that one video, whatever it is that people do, right? That dance, all that. So I always tell people, look, take your time. Be patient. Anyone 25 and under, anyone 30 and under, listen, keep working because what you guys might be after today you know i get a lot of dms and it's all love people be like los one day i'm gonna come after you bro i'm gonna be better than you watch you know, remember me and i love hearing that but i always tell those people dude don't focus on what i'm doing now focus on what when you're good what's gonna be popping then mm -hmm. because what i'm doing now might not be hot in five years so take your time build your foundation because when you're ready when it's your time it might be a whole new wave out here of, of things that are cool and i yeah. might be the old guy now so i always tell people man be patient, take your time, study the industry. And it's our job. It's your job as future professionals to, I did, dude, listen, my goal has always been the day I leave this earth or the day I leave this industry that you can a hundred percent say Los has something to do with why barbering is dope. That's always mm -hmm. been my goal. I'm, I want to mm -hmm. be a part of the reason why it's where it's at. Just like we know Pacino, um, is one of them. We just, we know Jay majors. And I mean, I could go on forever on these people that, made the industry what it is today the future generation they have to continue that legacy and this is why i share everything i know and everything i can because take that information and do something with it don't don't try to mimic or copy me because you're just you're not getting you're just copy and pasting let's recreate let's expand and mm -hmm. this is why i've always been ahead of learning new things like when i got into smp Right when I got into SMP, people were like, "What the hell is that? What do you mean your tattoo?" It was just so rare, but now you see it; everyone's doing it. But the only reason why I stopped and I told you, Marv, is because I was already planning an exit from behind the chair. I didn't want to be behind a chair. So if I got into SMP deeper, I would have just been digging myself deeper behind a chair with new clients and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I was like, you know what? I like this. I got certified. Cool. Let me back up and let me focus on something that's gonna take me away from the barber chair. Bro is doing doing SMP way back. This is this is twenty eighteen. It was was it even called SMP? It was not. I think they were they were calling it the entire name. Scott, uh, what is it? Micro pig. I don't even know yeah, either. Yeah, it's called micro pigmentation. That's what it was called. And when, yeah. when my guy Jeff was like, "Yo, let me teach you some um, Scott micro pigmentation," I'm like. You want to do what? <laughs> he, yeah. he broke it down to me and he was like, I see something in you. I want to show you. I think this is going to level you up. And he was right because the moment that I promoted that fo that post that you posted, the amount of DMs that I got of people with uh, alopecia, people that are going through chemo, people that are losing their hair, I was like, whoa, I don't need all this. This is a lot. I don't know. Let me fall back. And that's kind of kind of why I stepped back. And now seeing it where it's at now where people are like, legit SMP out and doing classes is so cool but it brings pleasure in my heart knowing that I'm so happy I saw that coming six years ago yeah just like I'm so happy I saw um getting into cosmetology before it was too late and um back then when people so, were like so Why let me are you ask doing you bro like because I because I need I need to know know some of that it, how how do you 
see this stuff because it's evident where you're living in the future, bro. Like maybe it's just maybe it's just the, I'm a time the traveler, Marvin. You God, are, bro. <laughs> like like we were talking about. You were doing the SMP before. It was cool. You worked with Babyless back in 2016, like before it was anything. I remember getting some of the first Babyless stuff, thinking like, yeah, this ain't it. And now it's phenomenal <laughs> stuff, right? So you was with Babyless before Babyless was cool. You know what I'm saying? You was doing was the 3D, three, 3D level stuff three before level three. I was right. with that other name we would not name. Yes, before you yes. knew about that way back then. So what? What? What is it like? How do you? How do you look at something and almost say to yourself like, "This is going to be big"? What is there a process, or does it just like kind of naturally happen? How do you become so innovative and, and do the things where everybody else does? A lot of it is I study the industry, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is intuition. Right? Yeah, I. I, so when you mean I, you study the industry, is that by just because of all of the traveling and going to events and, and the, the hair shows and stuff like that? Do you feel like that plays a part of it? Kind of you can see something happening and, and know like, okay, this is probably next up. Or is it online? Yes, or Yes and no. How I move is if it makes me – all right. So if it makes me feel some type of way, then I move towards it and I, and I, and I study it. And I uh, – for example, let's give you an example. Pacino came out with the app a few years back. I yeah. had that, bro. I had the Pacino, Pacino app, app, volume bro. one, volume two. I was fortunate yes. enough to be in volume three, his last yep. one. But what wasn't out there was, well, there was. They had people had um, educational DVDs, but I wanted to make my own. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had I'll that. Take, I gotta find it, bro. The blueprint. I take, I I take what I take what I see, and then I always try to convert it into my own. So when I yep. made my blueprint two in 2015, it was the only DVD slash Blu-ray in the world. No one ever had made a Blu-ray disc for it was like HD, right? So I'm always seeing that. The moment I start to see that people are playing catch up rather mm-hmm. than create, that's when I know something new is happening. So let me let me give you an example, right? Say I do some type of content or something goes viral or some type of sound goes viral. You're going to start noticing that when you're going through reels that you're getting other people doing the same thing over and over. Now that goes with haircuts, that goes with content itself. So when people are playing catch up and copy and paste in the industry where everyone's now doing remember that moment where everybody was doing mohawks and then mm-hmm. everyone was doing mullets and now everyone i mean everyone was doing crops now everyone's doing mullets and you're seeing what people are catching up on but it's my job to be like ooh, okay i see that it made me feel some type of way i liked it so because i liked it then I'm going to go with my intuition and I'm going to follow that through. And when I started following that through, you started to see that everybody else starts noticing it, but I'm already ahead of the game. Mind mm-hmm. you, I opened up the studio, 500 square feet. Everybody thought I was crazy. Right. right? What the hell? Why are you doing that? Now it's very common. People have studios, but what do I have? Now I got a 3,000 square feet space that's a lot bigger. Than, Bro, it's you know, the headquarters. Right. Headquarters. So now, in my, I mean, if I had a guess, right, the way I think... By the time people realize that their space is starting to get too small because now they're doing collabs with people. Now people are bringing friends. Now the models they're cutting are bringing more friends. And before you know it, they can't fit that many people in such a small room and they have to expand. And now they have to do something like I'm doing right now. Guess where I'm going to be? Headquarters 2.0 or whatever the hell 
is bigger or the next best thing. So I study the industry where I pay attention to who's doing what. And I follow a lot of people and I watch every move. And if you don't see me post, it's because I'm watching and I'm studying. And I'm like, oh, one of the gems that I can drop too is take content from outside the industry. I and love that. ask yourself, how can I bring this into the hair industry? I live by that, bro. I love so that. A great example. One day, two in the morning, I'm on TikTok, right? I watch a guy. It's a split screen. It's a guy on one side, and then it's a guy cooking a steak on the other side. And this guy's narrating this whole guy cooking the steak. And his video is five minutes long, and I'm just watching this guy cooking a steak. And the other guy's like, ooh, look at that sear. Ooh, look at that. Look at this. He's doing a good job. Oh, look at that that utensil he's using. Wow, great. At the end, when he's cutting up the piece and he takes a bite, it's the guy critiquing his own cooking skills. Mm. And I remember watching it and I started laughing. I'm like, wow, all right. How can I bring that into the hair industry? Because no one's doing that. So what did I do? I did a split screen video where I was shaving someone up. And I I'm remember there that. That, that I'm critiquing got me that person. good, bro. And at the end, I'm like, and he's humble. And it was me doing the whole haircut the entire time. And that video went viral. It blew up. That goes to show is like you have to take stuff that's from the outside of the industry and bring it in. And that's the only way our industry can expand, right? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to content, let me give another gem when it comes to content. Gems. Drop the gems in the chat. Drop the goat emojis in the chat. Get your notepads out. Los is acting up. He's acting Listen, up, bro. Guys. Content today, let me share something with you guys. Do you remember back in the day, Marvin, where, where we used to make these slow-mo videos of us pulling up in a car, getting oh, out, cool, bro. popping the trunk, grabbing Everything looks better in slow-mo. So cool. You're like two minutes in. We ain't even cut hair yet. Yeah, we're fact. turning the lights on. We're putting the cape on our client, right? Uh, try that today. To, when we used to do content like that, that is because we are the superheroes in our own movie. We can watch ourselves do that all day. But now think, the people that don't know you want to watch that shit, they scroll so quick. Right. So now, ask yourself, when you're on Instagram or when you're on TikTok, how do you, why do you watch what you watch? What is it about mm -hmm. that video? What is it about a guy coming Speaking and knocking on people's houses? Uh, what is it about a guy soul. knocking in? You know, what is it about a guy knocking into people's houses, asking them if they could mow the lawn for free? And then I'm watching a three minute time lapse of this guy mowing the lawn, and I'm like, why did I sit here for three minutes and watch this guy mow the lawn? Mm -hmm. Well, one, I don't know how to mow the lawn. I'm not a gardener. I don't, I don't you know, I, don't, I never applied any of that. But by watching this guy, I'm getting value because now I kind of see how it's done, and I'm like, ah, he did a good job. So now you gotta, re you know, take that and be like. Stop trying to target people in your industry. Stop trying mm -hmm. to show off to the next barber or stylist. The goal is to connect with the masses because the people mm -hmm. in the industry are already going to watch it because it's hair related. How do mm -hmm. we connect with the masses? So mm -hmm. I always tell people, you have to give value. Mm -hmm. Every time you post today, in today's world, it might change in six months, it might change next year. But right now, if your information or your content is not given value or it's not shareable, then you have you're posting for no reason, right? Mm -hmm. Because the people that already know you and the people that support you or mess with you, they're kind of like forced to watch it or even like it just because they mess with you. But that's not who we're trying to get. We're trying to get the people outside. So mm -hmm. when I make content now, and I said it, when you film an after haircut, 
Don't just film it and put a, a Bad Bunny track behind it because there is no value behind it. But if you film that same after haircut and you explain who this person is, how often they come in for a haircut, how do they ask for a haircut, or what do they get, or how you go about doing it, guess what? Now you're giving value to your audience, which means, hey, someone that doesn't know anything about hair is going to want to share that to people and be like, look, this is how you create that mid-fade. Just mm -hmm. off a video, all you did was an after. So mm -hmm. every time you post, ask yourself, Am I giving value to somebody? Mm -hmm. Am I giving gems? Am mm -hmm. I relating to somebody? Am I making people laugh? Mm -hmm. If I'm not doing any of those things, you're posting mm -hmm. content for no reason. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I love that. I love all of that. And all of the people that are in my course, if you guys are in my social media course, type family in the chat because I know the family's out here. I love this because you're speaking to my soul. It's the same stuff that I, I've told them um, over and over. Um, you know, the stuff about uh, looking at content outside the industry, asking yourself how you can put your own twist on it, bring it into the industry. I love all of this. And it's, it's, it's such gems and it's so important because so many of us are just trying to emulate what we see other barbers doing. And it's like, bro, when you find yourself trying to come up with cool content ideas and you're in a creative funk, we all spend more time on social media than we need to and we're all scrolling and we're all stopping and we're all getting mesmerized but very few of us are asking ourselves why did we stop what about it mesmerized us what what is what is catching me and and this is the stuff i always preach and i love you saying it because like like my homie said earlier we're on the same frequency because that's how i come up with so many ideas just like you because it's just like Okay, what about this hooked me in right away? What's keeping my attention? Okay, how can I do it in my own way now and figure out how I can give value? And, and the one thing I will say when it comes to giving value, like you, you said a lot when you're talking about asking yourself questions before you post, you know, is this gems? Is this help people? Is this giving value? One key question you guys always should ask yourself if your goal is to reach the most people possible, grow your audience, um, build on social media, and go viral, right, is ask yourself, why would somebody share this? Would I share this before you post it, right? Because you got to think about what viral is, guys. Viral is all of us showing other people's stuff. Hey, did you see this? viral is us sending stuff in the group chat. Yo, check this out. Viral is us sending stuff to our significant other. That's what makes things go viral, us sharing stuff. So before you post anything, ask yourself, would somebody else share this? Why would they? And ask yourself, would you share it? And if the answer to that is no, then the chances of, uh, or, or you can't find a reason why somebody shared, the chances of it going viral are, are next to none. Now, there are times on with a social media strategy where it's not about going viral. There's other things, but I know so many of you guys want more views. You want to get more followers. You want to grow, get more reach, and you want to be able to build on multiple platforms like you see Los doing. Los is crushing it on every platform he's on. You see me building on other platforms. It, one of the keys the most important thing that we do is we try to make content that's relatable, that gives value, and that is shareable. And you guys could be doing the same thing. And we always look outside of the industry and try to invite things in to the industry and then do it the best way we know how, right? Like that's the thing I, I've always been so inspired by, uh, about with Los is he's always trying to be the best at what he does, bro. Like he's trying to crush everything he does, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't just a uh, half-assed thing it's how can we do this it, it, the, the best and, and an example of that i gotta pull this up bro while i'm thinking of it <laughs> is is this right here bro 
when you went on yes. Barber versus man, like Shut that Barber down. Versus was <laughs> I got an opportunity to be on it. I ain't even a battler, but I'm just a good marketer, content creator, pot stir, you know, all of that. So I mm -hmm. got, I, I made my way on Barber versus and, and, and Barber versus was dope. There was some great fading. There was some great haircutting. Do you have me and Drew doing the marketing and then him doing all the fast cuts and stuff. But then you and Diego came and y'all did this, bro. Y'all did <laughs> this right here, which and was you want to know the craziest part, bro. What's up? Just to, go, just to show you, check this out, right? Yep. I had no idea what Diego was going to do. Diego had no idea what I was going to do. But at that time, at that moment, I did my research. And as you can see, Diego did his research. And we both knew what was in style. Mm -hmm. What was in that punk cyber look, that funky colored hair, that the jewelry, the leather, all that. That was what was hitting at the time. And if you take a look at two people that didn't know what they were both going to do, and then you put both finished products into that photo you just shared. It almost looks like we both planned this out. It was insane. That just goes to show like the level of paying attention and, and studying your industry. Because if you really think about it, and I, I don't, I don't know, I wouldn't even know how to put this in words. But let's just say we put another barber versus me or another barber versus Diego. If they didn't do their homework, dude, my man would have probably had a Tommy Hilfiger shirt on mm -hmm. with a cool haircut. Or Jersey. You, you get what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we literally went from A to Z. We covered everything. And then in the end, when we saw his result and he saw my result, I was like, hey, touche. You know, hats off to Diego for flying to Chicago and doing that. I, I had the home court advantage. But he still murdered him and he did his thing, man. I'm proud of him. Yeah, it was cool. I remember, bro, I remember that Barber versus, right? Me as a content creator and a marketer, I say, yo, this is about to be the most watched one. This one's going to be crazy. People are going to be tapped in for this. So I said, how can I use it to my advantage? So what did I do? I was in the comment section acting a fool for the, for your Barber versus. I was Were giving you really? value. Bro, I was in there joking, roasting, you know, just, just having fun. So while you guys are competing, everybody's watching, there was a part of it. I'm sure people can vouch in the comments where it was like, yo, Marv is, is funny. Because I remember you specifically, you had all the people helping you. So I remember being like, no, Los no, 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 with no, no, another no. assistant. I, I had Los got the whole team of assistants. <laughs> it seemed like you had 100 people helping you, right? Or not even helping you, but a part of the show and performance yeah, you put on. I had yeah, a lot of yeah. video guys, a lot, because I was shooting the documentary. It's on YouTube now. If you guys don't know what Marv's talking about, yeah, you just go on there and you go Diego versus Los or Los versus Diego. Fire. 30 minute documentary. It's so dope. I did the, all the editing on that, all the editing. Yeah. Um, but here, here was the problem. So for those people that are watching it, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, who do you think won or who do you think lost? Because at the end of the day, it, it the industry won for the, that. Yeah. At the end of the day, when Papito did the hour screenshot, it was literally at 50 50. Crazy. Um, everybody has their opinion on it. I have mine. I'm sure Diego has his. But the thing that was that was messed that to me is how I felt. And I said this in the documentary. I was like, I had called Papito and I was like, ask Diego if he plans on having an assistant. Because mm -hmm. if he's gonna have an assistant, then I'll have an assistant. And Papito, just being Papito, reaches out to Diego, ask Diego, and Diego says yes. I could only assume Diego meant assistant, like I got people coming with me to help me. Yeah, I meant assistant 
like a Cosmo would have somebody handing tools, mm-hmm. unplugging stuff, you know, holding the hair. So when the time came and I had an assistant and I looked over and Diego did it and everybody's in the comment like, Los, um, Los got help and this and that. And it's like, dude, in reality, she wasn't doing anything but holding hair and handing right. me items. Like there and was, it was part of the performance. Yeah, she wasn't in there doing any cutting or styling. No, no, I was doing all that. But that was just, I looked bad in the comments and this is why people were like, oh, Diego did it by himself. And like I said, touche to Diego. All day. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see why you, you can see, see that. And sure. There were people saying that for sure, you know, but I, I think the overwhelming, I think the overwhelming view of it was, was, was positive. I mean, of course there was roasting and, you know, I was in there having fun with it too. Cause I seen what people were saying, but I mean, at the end of the day, the barber versus was, it was a show. It was more than just cutting hair. It was a show. And that would, bro, you put on, you both did put on such amazing shows. And then when you looked at that finished product and it was just, bro, it was just so fire. You brought your lowest cut of energy. Diego brought his, I'm just chilling energy. It was, it was yin and yang. It was fire, man. It was great. You know, you you know, that was the only time ever in my life that I competed. Oh, that's the only time you ever battled? Yeah, I never battled at a barber battle. I've never done. No, that was the only time I, I did battled. one. I'm, I'm 0-1 in barber battles, and then I lost to Drew, so I'm 0-2 career. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're 0-0 with a draw for your career. Let me find out. And we still been yeah, yeah, crushing in the industry. That's cool. Me, personally, I've never been a battle person. Um, yeah. I have my reasons, but, you know, I know people do battle, and, and um, people do, you know, and it's the reason why a lot of these shows are still happening because people are battling. But I just never, I never felt like I needed to, and I went yeah. my own lane, and it worked out for me. But it, it felt good. Lowe's to cut it. It's a Lowe's Cut shirt, by the way. You can get it from Lowe's. Hit them up. Yeah, very simple. Go to Lowe'sCutter.com, um, L-O-S-C-U-T-I-T.com, one word. Um, you can order. If you want to, we haven't updated the photos yet because I've been extremely busy, but we do have them in different colors. So if you want like a red goat or any other color, let us know. Uh, and I mean, you know what, since we're on the topic of the goat shirt, I need to share this with people because I want people to understand, um, what the goat brand really means. And I, what I don't want is I don't want people to think, especially when you gave me that title for this segment right here. I'm like, ah, like now, now I gotta, bro, you are the goat and you're going to say your piece, but, but you are bro. Well, go ahead and say your piece. Now, you know, I appreciate that, but I don't go, go ahead. The, 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 the. The branding behind the GOAT is everyone, if you don't know, the GOAT stands for the greatest of all time, right? You label people like Michael Jordan, you label people like Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather, etc. Whoever you think is the greatest of all time, that's who you think. So the GOAT brand stands for that. It doesn't mean that I walk around saying I'm the GOAT or I'm better than anyone, but what that brand symbolizes, and I had this thank you card, so every time somebody orders a t-shirt, you get this thank you card. That's Can I read it? Do you mind if I read it? Yeah, and why why he's reading everybody flood the chat with goats, bro. Cause we got two goats on the screen, bro. Flood the chat with so, goats. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of I goats in the chat. Flood the chat with goats. It says goat isn't just a brand, it's a commitment to greatness. Wearing the brand means you're embracing your journey to be great, to be the greatest version of yourself every day. Each thread carries a reminder that your efforts matter. That you are on the path of greatness. Thank you for making GOAT a part of your brand and a part of your journey. Your dedication to personal excellence fuels our purpose. Here's to becoming the greatest of all time in our own unique way. 
Thank you. That mm. is the real reason behind the gold brand. So when you buy a shirt or you wear a gold brand shirt, you're not wearing a low cutted shirt. You're wearing a shirt that symbolizes that, yo, I'm I'm a beast. I work hard. So like fat. I deserve. Yeah, I, I wear this with pride. So that's what it is. So for those watching, if you didn't know, now you know. And go yes. to lowscut.com. I love it. And and now that Lowe's cleared that up, let me speak on his behalf. He is the GOAT, bro. I don't care. I don't care. The one thing that's always driven me crazy, bro, I've never understood this, right, is if we're in a whole room, okay, and everybody's doing their whole thing, right, and and Lowe's Cut, it's doing his stuff, and all these people are doing their stuff. If 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 everybody comes up to Lowe's, there's a whole big group of people comes up to Lowe's and says, Yo, that's fire. Yo, this is the dopest thing I've seen in here. Yo, that's amazing. It's okay for Lowe's to be like, thank you, I appreciate it. But if Lowe says, I know it's fire. I know it's the best in here. If Lowe's agrees with what you say, now it's like, ah, uh, he, he's, he's being cocky. He's being arrogant. He needs to humble himself. Why can't he appreciate his greatness too? Why can't he appreciate it? Why is it a bad thing for me when y'all say, yo, that Gem Talk episode was fire? I say, I know it was, bro. I know it was. And, and, you know and what so it many is, people Mark? will say that, that, well, if you're the greatest, you don't have to say it. The best don't say it. There's a degree of truth to that. But I know a lot of goats that will walk around and tell you they're the greatest. And we Boy, can think of, in, in every no industry and lane where people will, will say I'm the greatest. What's wrong with that? Why does that make so many of y'all feel so inferior and insecure? Why does somebody's confidence and, 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 and being proud of themselves and being proud of what they do, why does that make so many of us feel insecure and, and inferior? If, 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 some, if somebody says that they're the best or they're the GOAT, hey, maybe they are. They ain't going to make me feel any less of me. Like, I'm still going to be doing what I do. I'm still going to be moving and feeling like I'm the GOAT too. So, so at the end of the day, what well, I guess what I'm saying is, it, it there's there's a multiple approaches to take the things, and and I love the way Los uh, he takes his approach where he just does what he does, does it to be the best he could be, and and his work speaks for itself, and the people speak for him. But at the same time, bro, like for those of you tapping in, it's okay to be proud of yourself, man. It's okay to to acknowledge that you do good things. It's okay to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, you're a savage, bro. You are a GOAT. That's okay. I'm my biggest supporter. I mean, my pops is probably my biggest supporter. But aside from my pops, I'm my second biggest supporter. And I think that's okay. And I don't need y'all to agree with me. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Be proud of yourself. You're, you're 100% right. I think what does it for me, to be honest with everybody, man, because now, now I'm going to have to bring a, a vulnerability into this, right? Is that don't get me wrong, man. Sometimes I do take a step back and I look at all the things that I've done. And that's why I keep that 5,000 post up there. You know, I get people all the time, delete that shit, bro. Get it down. It's Whoa, too much. That's a journey, no. baby. Because exactly, dude. I, I, I need to remember where I came from and how it all started. Because when I look back and I think back of all I've done, which is very rare. I rarely stop and do it. 
or whatever. Yeah, I, and that, I, that's I didn't, part I, of the reason why I wanted to have this conversation, bro, just to remind you, to remind you of some of the things you've done, and for the people who don't know who you are to see, like it, you don't put your work in, you put your hours, your your mastery hours in, man. This didn't just happen overnight, so that's why uh-huh. one of the main reasons I wanted to have this because I know you. So I'm like, bro, like people look at Los and make make these assumptions, but we got to get them on the gem talk so we can show people the the work he's put in, you know, the body of work, the time, the sacrifices, and all that, and and, and see this wasn't luck. This ain't just happen overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It it, it it's crazy because it's happening now more than ever. It feels like this year I I'm finally getting that um recognition. Now people might say, dude, what you've been on top. You've been this low you've been hot. Well, you don't be knowing your low sometimes. That's why I told Andy Authentic. You just forget, or you don't know, because you're you. You're in your body. You don't see the outside perception. You bend him, Los. You you bend yeah, him. Well, but go on, what you saying? But but now, like now, and I mean this, like, dude, I I go to Dubai. I I just came from Dubai, London, Spain, and Mexico, and the 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 stuff that people know about you in different countries that live in the middle of nowhere and they're just coming up to me and they're asking me about my dog and, and my studio. And I'm just like, Whoa, when I get that, it brings shock to me because you got to understand dude, when you're in it, when you're in the mix, it never feels like you made it. If that makes any Mm -hmm. sense, Mm -hmm. it'll never feel. And that's a gift and a curse because do I understand I've been on magazines, yes. Do I understand I've been on TV, yes. Do I understand I travel? Do I understand I represent companies, etc.? I mean, the list goes. Do I understand that? Yes. But it never feels like I made it. The same mm-hmm. way a person that comes up to me and says, bro, I've been putting in work for 10 years at the shop. I feel like I'm stuck. I don't know what to do next. Any advice for me? That's how I feel, but on a whole nother level. Right. I'm on my level always feeling the way you're feeling. So don't think that because from the outside looking in, it looks like I made it and I'm on top and I'm fucking being fed grapes and I'm making all this money. No, I'm still going through that same anxiety of how can I stay relevant? What can I do mm-hmm. to create? What do you hear? And I'm, I'm still going through it. The only difference between me and, and a lot of people is that I've never quit. I never stopped. So mm-hmm. I keep pushing and pushing. And before you know it, you get hit up by Marv and he wants to do a gem talk and he wants to name that the greatest barber in the world. And that's how these things happen to me. That's how I see it from my end. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This guy got receipts. Oh, crap. I'm not just making a claim pretty- and not coming with receipts. Marv stands on I, what he I, says, bro. I guess I am pretty good. Oh, I, I guess I did do that before that. I guess so. When, when I tell people, it's like, dude, sometimes you won't even understand it, dude. You just you just keep doing you, keep focusing, and keep getting better. It's like the gym, bro. You hit the gym every day. You hit it. You can look in the mirror in a week. You can look in the mirror in two weeks. You're not going to see nothing. But if you do that for years and years, one day you're going to look in the mirror, and you're going to be like, damn, I look good. It just happens. But mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen either. You have to put in that work. Yeah. And, and, and I, I love all of that, man. I, I love everything you just said. And I completely agree with um, a lot of these feelings never go away. Like they never go away. Some of these, some of these, you know, the, these feelings of uh, uh, I, I, how do I, like you said, how do I stay relevant? You know, the feelings of that, that the worry or anxiety, like am I falling off or the nervousness that comes with it? You know, that, that stuff don't go away. So what I always love to say to people, man, is it's it's not about getting rid of those feelings. It's about 
taking action despite those feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they're never going to go away. There's never going to come a time where you feel like you made it. If you guys are hungry, ambitious grinders, you will never make it because the more you start making it, the more you realize you can obtain and you see there's new ceilings. So that feeling will never leave. You know what I'm saying? It's so like, so if you, it's important to embrace that. Yes. You use it that. as a superpower. Exactly, man. And 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 keep chasing. Keep tra- is this gonna keep happening? And because I know that now, I'm okay with it. I'm okay that it's it's a battle till I die. Literally, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a battle. The moment I stop and think I'm the I'm that dude. Yeah, oh, I just did a live with Marvy. I'm the greatest. Everyone agrees. I'm that dude. The moment I do that, that's when everybody else passes me up. That's when the industry passes me up. That's when I fall back. And it's like you you gotta constantly keep pushing, mm-hmm. man. And the one thing no. I will say, man, this is where it, it, this is why they say it's so important to appreciate the the process and the journey, right? Because because here's what I want to say, guys, and Lowe's can vouch for this. Any goal that we've set out to achieve, and you guys can vouch for this too. Any goal that we all have set out to achieve, once we accomplished it, there is that feeling of like we did it, but then it's still like, okay, what's next, <laughs> right? Like. It's very, very short-lived, right? So the worst position you could be in is to go through all of this stuff, do all of this stuff that you truly don't enjoy doing for years and years and years to obtain some sort of result. Then you get that result and then realize like, wow, this ain't really what I thought it was, right? So so that's why I always try to drive home the point of, and it's cliche, I know it is, but you really got to enjoy what you do and love what you do because the process is going to make up most of your life. The results are going to be very short-lived and it's on to the next thing. And I can say from my experience that I truly, truly enjoy what I do every day while I'm working towards these goals. And then as I knock these goals off, then it's on to the next one. But I enjoy it, right? Just like Los does. So make sure you guys are enjoying what you're doing and and it's okay to be stressed out and have ups and downs and all of that it's all part of it but you know down deep down in your heart if you you truly enjoy what you're doing and if you don't truly enjoy what you're doing you gotta figure you gotta find that thing you gotta find that yeah, thing and, and, and if you're 18 between 18 and 27 experiment bro gap, yes screw yes. up experiment dude listen don't take life too serious if you're in love don't count on that either. You know what I mean? Like, focus on you. Focus, you know, do you have fun? Because when I tell you, this is for all my men listening. When I tell you, life truly doesn't begin for a man till after 32. I'm not mm-hmm. lying to you, dude. I I'm feel you, bro. Marv's 37. And you're, you're bro, probably why you put right out now. there, bro. Don't be too late. They think I'm 28. They think I'm 28. They're like, no way. How long have you been doing here? 24 years. Yeah. How old are you? I'm like, uh huh. No, but it's because you're happy with you do with happy with what you're doing. That's what keeps you young, by the way. Not to cut you off, but people always ask, like, yo, you look young. Yeah, because I'm happy doing what I do every day. It helps me age slower. Yeah, maybe that might be a fact. But in reality, is don't take life too serious, man. I didn't just to get draw a paint a picture. I'm 36. I didn't take barbering serious until the age of 26. Mm. You hear me? I was cutting mm. hair since the age of 12. At the 26, you know what I was doing in my early 20s? I was making, let's just say, hypothetically, I made 350, 400 on a Friday. Let's just say that. 
right? I will go straight to the mall after the shop. I will spend 200, 250 on the outfit. And then I will go to the club and spend the remainder and club. And my mindset at that time was, oh, I'm going to go tomorrow, Saturday, baby. I got a full schedule tomorrow. I'm going to go make that right back. And I would make that money right back. And then Saturday, Saturday night, I will go out and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I would do that until one day, you know, we all get that fear of being 30. And I'm telling you guys, 30, girl, guy, or whatever you want to be labeled, 30 is not the end of the world, man. That's the beginning. Trust me. Yeah. When you, when, when I turned I 26, agree, I was like, I was like, dude, 26, I'm about to be 30 in four years. I got to get my life together. I didn't start paying taxes till I was 28. You know, there's people that start working at 16 that start paying taxes at the age of 16, building up their social security. I didn't do that till I was 28. But just to show you, I'm 36 now, eight years later, look how much I was able to change because mm-hmm. I applied myself. So for mm-hmm. anyone out there killing it at the age of 21, 22, ch- like Gary V says, chill out, bro. There's no, mm-hmm. no, no rush. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. Kill it. Learn it. Experiment. Try new things. It's, it's your job. You're the, you're the future. Why are you trying to compete with my chapter 36 when you're only on chapter 20, bro? Mm-hmm. Focus on you. Focus on your time. And and, and I, I think that. it's important. I think it's important for people to truly understand that that patience and time is your greatest weapon. If mm-hmm. you can understand that and not rush through anything, your time will come. Mm. Barbers! I need you guys to flood the chat with some gems. I need you guys to flood the chat with some goat emojis. You know what I'm saying? And uh, let let everybody know you're enjoying this, man. If you guys are watching this on a TV or a computer, take a picture of it. Uh, you don't got to share it yet. But at some point when we're done with the live, share it to your story. Tag me and Los in it so we can show you some love. If you're watching it on your phone, screenshot it. Tag us in it so we can show you some love and share your thoughts. Let uh let the world know you're enjoying this gem talk. So that way when they see it, they can come back and watch it. What I want to uh start doing now is I want to get into some of the questions because uh, there's been a lot of questions. Um, I'm glad you guys are loving this. So feel free to ask a bunch of questions. Like I said, the, the people that because I did see some people that have done the uh, super chats, which I, I'm super thankful and appreciative for. Um, thank you guys. It's like a tip, you know what I'm saying? So thank y'all. Um, you guys will definitely get priority when it comes to answering the questions, anybody that does that, but we're going to do our best to get to all of, um, the questions, a couple things to mention. Um, cause I know, uh, you guys were having issues buying the bopper card because I guess Tim said that the, from bopper said that so much traffic at once kind of made it freeze up a little bit. He said it's back up and it's fixed. So, um, I'm going to leave it as a link in my bio. For a little while, or you can go to ismarvmarv.com. It's probably the easiest link to give y'all, and it'll be at the the top of my uh, profile. You guys will get a free Barber's Bopper um, gift card, or not gift card, digital business card, and uh, all you're going to have to do is cover um, the shipping. So uh, let's look at some of these questions, Los, and see see what's going on up in here. There's a lot of them um, in here. Boom, boom, boom. Let's see. Um, so... Chris says, hey, Los, did you, um, do you still do SMP? If not, why did you stop? Uh, what keeps you from doing SMP or hair replacements? Maybe off topic, but they want to know. Um, just to answer that uh, real quick, <clears throat> I've always been big about having a plan, right? Whether it's in life, whether it's anything that I do, you have to have a plan because if not, you're just going to be that hamster in the wheel constantly doing the same thing over and over until you physically run out. When I was learning SMP, I knew that I wanted to shift by the time i was 30 i knew i wanted to do something different i didn't want to keep cutting behind a chair 
So by doing S&P, I learned it. I enjoyed it. I respectfully, and I say this with all the respect, felt like I was too valuable to sit there for three or four hours poking dots. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'm too talented to just do that. And a lot of people, what's the first thing they tell me? Bro, you know how much money is in this? You know how much money you can make? Now, let me share another gem with the world. I never chased money in my whole career, ever. Mm-hmm. I just always did what I love. I did what I felt right. I worked with people. I did everything with genuine and love, and opportunities came. I never chased a dollar because I know people that chase money and all they're focused on is money and they're never happy. They might have a lot of money, but they won't be happy, right? So I knew that if I kept doing S&P or if I grew that audience, it was just going to keep me in that chair a lot longer. So I knew that. I'm like, that's not what I want for myself. I had a taste of educating, so I knew that I enjoyed educating. So I had chosen to just travel the world and be an educator for companies instead of being behind a chair taking in clients. And mm. granted, thank God, I make I, I like to think that I make more money traveling and doing what I truly love than sitting behind poking dots mm. for, for a lot of money. I love it. Love it. Great answer. Uh shout outs to Rel. Rel say you don't work Saturdays no more. Appreciate the super chat. Um uh, Murph, appreciate the super chat as well. Said we do what we uh do and we do it. Them, I don't really know what this says, but shout out to Murph. Uh, right <laughs> we love there. what we do and who we do them. Yeah. For. <laughs> and shout out to Rel again. Said Lois really the GOAT. Um, Jamie said, and shout out to Jamie too. I appreciate the free game. It's just a little bit to get back. Thank you, Jamie. Jamie also had a great question. Um, he said, Lois, what's the most important lesson you learned while working in official cuts and an ambassador for um, that other company? What's the most important thing that I learned working at official cuts and as an ambassador as two yeah. separate things or together? that sounds like two separate things. So okay. I mean, if, so if you want to answer, how that I learned? Yeah, the most important thing that I looked, learned at working not even at official cuts, just at a barbershop is that you cannot take people with you. And what mm. I mean by that is that I was all, I'm always that dude where I have all these cool ideas and I want to try new things. And I always try to get my barber boys to be a part of it because I was always a team player and I wanted people to stick around and stay late and, and watch and just have patience, trust the process and, and, or, or pay for people's flight just so they could come with me to a show so I can get them to experience what I experienced. And you try to do all this for so many people and you, you come to realize that like you can't force anyone to do something they don't want to do. So focus mm-hmm. on yourself, do it on your own. And when you do it and you start focusing on your own path, people that are meant to be in your path are going to come and show up. They're just going to come and, and be a part of it. And that's what's happened to me. People ask me, they ask me right now, they're like, how do you build a team? Well, let me give you another solid gem. All right. This goes out to all my barbershop owners or anyone trying to build a team. It's very important that you treat your person or your team members like they're working with you, not for you. And what I mean by that is that when I work with people, I bring their or whatever I think or whatever I see in them apart to what I'm doing. Right. I never say, hey, you work for me now, so you got to do this. You got to do that. No, I'm like, yo, what do you think about that? Because you're good at this. How can I use your skill to make my skill look better? And when I start doing things like that, whether it's at a barbershop or building a team, these people start to feel like, damn, I'm building with Lowe's. I'm not building for Lowe's. Because mm-hmm. when you make people feel like you're they're working for you, what's the first thing they're going to say? Man, I can't wait to get my own shop. Mm-hmm. But no one's going to feel that way. Or I can't wait to do my own thing. No one's going to feel that way if they feel like their own thing is already going on with you. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
<clears throat> that's what I learned. You can't take anyone with you. <clears throat> and what I learned with uh, the, the, the name of which we were not <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, name, I, I, <laughs> that, that company was such a startup company. It wasn't like when I started with Babelist, there was a legit corporation. They, they had everything laid down. <clears throat> with that name, that company that I was with, we're all figuring it out together. We're all like, hey, you ever done a class? Nope. All right, let's, let's figure this out. So I just learned a lot through them. I can't really say that I learned anything bad because a lot of it was trial and error. But what I did learn was getting on stage and talking and, and, and breaking that barrier of mm -hmm. educating. And even one of the hardest things to do is educating when no one's watching you. When you're on a platform at a hair show and you have a model and you're mic'd up and there's not a single soul watching you, it takes a lot for you to be like, hey, guys, good morning. My name is Los Cutter. Today I'm going to show you. And you're just going in, but there's no one watching you. That mm -hmm. discouragement, that kills you. But if you can get through that, you just become powerful, bro. You become mm. greater. You, 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 your skin gets tougher. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but that, that's it. I learned a lot with that, that company. Which is I, now level three. Yeah, yeah. What I will say too, when you talk about um, you can't take everybody with you. One thing that I've learned, and I think this is another gem for you guys too, is that everybody's vision is different. Everybody's uh, end game is different. Everybody's desires are different. So even me earlier on in my career, what I used to do a lot of was I would buy, you know, the people that I work with tickets, I would book their rooms and I would do all that to have them come with me to events. And what I was really doing, not realizing it was kind of putting them in a position where they almost felt like they had to come. Even if they didn't want to come, they felt like they had to, because I had already did that. You know what I mean? So, you know, as I've, grown older and got a little bit wiser what i've learned is some people are just okay with whatever it is they're doing and it's not right or wrong it's just right, they're it's okay. okay doing what they're doing and just because i may be ambitious and hungry and in ways that they're not and i want to do certain things that they don't it doesn't make them wrong you know what i mean so if you're around people and and you're trying to show them all of this stuff that's exciting you and you want them to be a part of it too and they just don't want to be it that's all right you know it's okay and it may just lead to you having to change your environment if you're starting to feel less inspired being around them but it, it's not necessarily a bad thing if people don't want to um do what you do so i i had to make sure i um i, I said that barbers um i seen a really good question that i want to um uh, where was that? Um, this one. Um, shout outs to your Lee for the uh, super chat. Said, how did y'all go by with the negativity when first coming out as barbers? Big shout out. You, you're killing it. So how did you handle, you know, oh, you because when you became a barber back in 1962, you know, even though I'm older <laughs> than you, but back in 1962, you know, like it, it, it was definitely looked more down upon than it is today. Today is kind of oh, like it's, it's become cool. I'd say a lot because of the events and TikTok and stuff like that. But how did you deal with the negativity back when you were just starting out? Um, I guess a lot. A lot had to do with I've been a, you know, there's type of people like me, right? Where I I strive in proving people wrong. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just in barbering, it was in life in general. You know what I mean? Like when I dropped out of high school and I decided to put myself into a boot camp because I was going to shave six months and get my GED six months earlier, my mom was like, what the, why? No, why would you drop out? I'm like, let me show you, you know? When I bought my first car, as soon as I was able to get credit, 
I bought my first car. My dad's like, dude, you just put yourself in a situation that you don't even know how you're going to get out of and you're going to learn. And what did I do? I proved them wrong. I paid my car off in three years and, and got the title and all that. So every time someone's ever made me feel like I couldn't do it, I just always proved them wrong. So barbering didn't, it, it didn't feel like they were just picking on me with just barbering. To me, it just felt like it was another thing where people were like, oh, you're a barber. What else is next? So what else are you going to do? And what is that? That's not a real job. But because it was so, and I don't want to say new because barbering goes back in a day, right? It goes so far back to the reason why a lot of barbers went out of business or why it fell off is because everything comes back around, right? So guys in the 70s, they started letting their hair grow out, right? They started going to salons to get their hair cut. They weren't really bringing any business to the barbershop. So a lot of barbershops closed down and went out of business. And, and that's kind of what stopped the barber industry and its tracks to an extent until the 80s and the 90s and it slowly started coming back but now that we're in a place where it's so respected a lot more than what it was like now you look back and you're like okay i emphasize on people that clown me for being a barber you know the people were like dude it's like being a janitor that's not a real job and now it's like i don't forget those you know i forget i don't forget those things and, and i smile every time because it's just so dope to to know that you're doing so much better than the people that were making fun of you and not even so much better than them, so much better than maybe their family or their parents and, you know, all that cool stuff. Uh, so I can't really say that I got through the negativity. My entire life was about people not thinking I was ever going to do anything. So that was just a part. You like making people eat their words and I choke on them. Me too. That's why we've you always clicked. I said, so, I always tell people the thing, you know how you could stop Marvy Marv? Just shut up and leave him alone. But but people give me way too much ammo, bro. They give me way too much ammo. That, I'm that not lie, dude. it fires me up. I just the idea of being able to make you eat your words is just more than enough energy than I need to make sure that I make you eat your words. And, and that's the type of time you on, and I love that, bro. Yeah, there's the only way, man. It's the only way to prove people wrong and make them a believer, you know? Mm -hmm. And and it, and it feels like now it's happening because I'm not going to lie to you, Marv. Like, here, I'm going to, you know, that vulnerability is coming back. When you posted that, I remember looking <laughs> at the person I was with and I was like, oh, that's the worst title you can name for, for something like that. Like, I remember oh, being like, you seen it and like, you were like, this is going to bring, this is going to bring a lot of people talking crap. And, and I'm not ready to see these comments of people saying, hell no, nah, Lowe's, you are crazy. I got my homie tagging this person. I got my homie. If you don't but know I'm, your Lowe's cut it, man. That it bro, is that, truly that. beautiful to witness. You don't know. So, you so, know. so when I seen uh, your post get over 2000, some likes, I don't even know what it's at now. When I seen all those comments, when I seen all that support, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I was shocked. I was like, what? Like, that is so cool to see because, dude, think about it, bro. In this life, you get your flowers when you're dead, or you probably never get them. As a man, it never, it rarely happens. But to see all those people support it, bro, it just, it made me feel like we had 2,200 likes and a ton of comments. <laughs> yeah. And 98% and were so positive. It's it, them, them two percent be eating though. They do kind of be, and I get that. It's it's just weird how we're wired as humans. It's it's it goes back to survival, right? Like it's a it's all like in our DNA, right? When we see something as a perceived threat, I'm not gonna go too deep down it, but it's just we we're we're wired to 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 highlight negativity and stuff because that's what keeps us safe and protects us and will lead to us surviving. So it's in our wiring to really 
focus on that negativity. But that's why I always try to do my best to, to, to steer people on the right track when they get too far off track and start dwelling in that. It's like, yo, bro, but at the end of the day, the love and, and, and positivity outweighs that by the thousands, bro. Yeah. By the thousands, you know? And, and, and what I will say is, with me making that title, how I came up with it, honestly, was I was like, okay, what can I call this? You know, and I got to figure out something to put out that I know is going to, that, that, that is going to get attention on the show that, so that people could come in and see the show, right. And, and tune in and get the game. And I said, well, how do I feel? Like, what do I feel when I think about Los cut it? And the first thought that came to my mind is, and you seen me say this on post before I'm like, he, well, he is the best barber in the whole world. Like when I think about how deep the bag is, like, in my opinion, I think he's the best barber in the whole world. And I have plenty of receipts to back up that argument. If anybody got time in the day and want to argue. So I'm like, I'm just going to call it that the best barber in the world. And, uh, I I didn't really realize honestly that there was that part of, of you that may, may, may get, uh, uh, wrapped up in the hate. Because if I, if I did think that deep into it, I probably would have said something to you first, because what I've come to learn is that not everybody handles social media the same. Whereas me, like I've been doing this polarizing stuff and standing on stuff for so long that it, it, a lot of it just bounces off me now for the most part, just bounces off. But sometimes I'm so wrapped up in my own world that I forget that not everybody is in that world like I am and is in the polarizing world and deals with that. So not everybody has as much experience dealing with that as me. So knowing what I know now, looking back at it, you've actually helped me because moving forward, if I'm going to be that polarizing, I'm just going to make sure that, hey, are you cool to go this route? And if you give me the green light, then I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just going because I'm comfortable playing in that arena, you know? So you taught me a, a valuable lesson too. Yeah. It, it, don't get me wrong. Like part of me was like, Hey man, that's Marvy Marv. Marvy Marv can call me whatever he wants. Yeah. Facts. That's his opinion. That's dope. The other part was like, damn, like, okay. N- knowing how I am, I'm going to have to retaliate if people start coming at me. Yeah. And I got receipts too. Yeah, yeah, oh if yeah. You want to sit here and say this and say that? I could come in and you know people be like, "Don't give that attention." I'm like, "No, no, no." See, one thing about me is that I'll never disrespect anyone in a disrespectful way. I'll right. reply with such a smart remark. Like somebody, I think one of the comments was like, "What do you say?" He's like, "Oh, with all these enhancements, does he uses, does it wash off in the rain?" And what what was my reply? Yeah, I love it. Bro, I love it I said because it. You, you had fun with it. That's why I always encourage people, have fun with it. Don't take it so serious. You were like, nah, they leave with an umbrella every time. I was like, Everybody gets a brand new umbrella when they love walk it. out of my shop. Love you know, like, it. I'm not sitting here saying, like, hey, bro, screw you. No, I, dude, I don't know you, bro. You might be cool as hell. You're just right. speaking your mind. But right. if you're going to come with some slick, I'm going to come with some slicker. And, yeah. and, and we're going to have fun with it. It's cool. I got time. But yeah. It was a lot of love. I was shocked, dude. I ain't gonna lie. Was, I was shocked. I was like, no way. And and I, to this day, I, I would never say that I'm the best barber in the world. What, nah, what you I got me to do myself, that. I do it. No, but I'm saying what I consider myself to be a very versatile barber. Of course, very versatile. Yeah. Um, I kind of did what Kobe did. Kobe Bryant, how he became so great, and he studied not just MJ. He started. He studied a variety of players and picked what he liked from everybody and made it his own. And that's why Kobe is one of the greats. So yeah. I kind of went that route. I picked what I thought I needed to learn from every single person, put my own twist into it, and got good. And I just got good with with cutting hair or building the empire behind a chair, but getting good with content and getting good with other things that I was able to implement with my art to to expand and be, you know, at the level that I am today. 
Yeah. That I'll give myself credit because I know yeah. that I'm versatile. Yeah. But to sit here and say the greatest, yeah. um, in my head, I'm like, uh, but I also think about well, who else is right? So, so that's what I. That's what. I, there's a few things I want to say. Number one, that it, your versatility is is what plays into me giving you that title, right? And that's why even the title of this conversation is longevity and versatility because you've been doing this for so long, crushing it for so long. You're very versatile, right? So that's why you know the the the, the picture was the best in the world, but the title was longevity and versatility because. For me, when I think about, okay, if we're going to have a conversation about who the best barber is, right? And obviously best is subjective and everybody has their own opinion on what they view as important and all of that. But for me, when I'm looking at, okay, if somebody were to walk in the door of the shop, right? Asking for whatever it is, could the barber take it on? And when I think of you, I really don't know. And maybe you can enlighten us. If somebody walks into the shop and asks for something, is there something that you can't do? Because I think if somebody walks in for a basic everyday haircut, you are going to go stupid. If somebody comes in asking for a design, you're going to go stupid. They come in asking for a logo, you're going stupid. They come in asking for a portrait, you're going stupid. They need to be in and out in a fast time. People see you cutting on stage and doing what you do now. You take your time 20-something years in. They don't know you was doing ball fades in three minutes. So if you need to get people in and out, you're going to go stupid. If people want textured tops and all of that, that UK stuff, you're going to go stupid. If a woman walks in and wants some woman stuff done, some makeup done, whatever she wants done, you're going to go stupid. So when I think about what can't you handle walking in the door, I don't know. I, I know one of the people said, can he do a shave? And I'm like, bro, the fact that you even think for a split second that the, the, a basic shave after you see him do all this and master all this, you think he can't do a, a shave efficiently, proficiently is beyond me, but we won't even go down that hole. But that, no, that's he, just... He, a, he, he That's went, just cutting hair, I, I right? That's not mean. even factoring in, okay, if we're going to take pictures of it, right? If we're going to create content around it and we're going to do all that, now that's a whole nother element that you're bringing into the game. So when I'm saying the best barber in the world, that's the perspective I, I'm coming from. And that's why I give you the title because just like you were you about to go in on, and I'm sure you're going to share some thoughts. If I sit back and think, you know, who else is, is, is like that? I'm sure there are going to be some people that may come to mind, but I just can't think of anybody whose whose bag is as deep as yours, and anybody who's as good at as many things as you are, because you're not just average at the things you do. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I, I came I came with that. That that's where my mindset is when I think of the best barber. You know. And you know you you breaking it down like you just did. It, it makes me think like, hmm, damn, this guy got a point. <laughs> like, you're right, because dude, phenomenal barbers. We can name a whole list of phenomenal oh, barbers. There's a lot of people that I look up to, but then yeah, you, sure. you ask yourself, but can they do this? Or have you ever seen them do that? And yeah. that's where you kind of draw the line. What's crazy is, and I you know I say this with love and fun. We were in London with Bones the Goat, and you remember during COVID, like there was this whole war about who had the best boss. Got the best barber yep, yep, in the world, yep. and and everybody was big on like <clears throat> everybody was big on uh, Florida. Everybody kept talking about Florida, <clears throat> so we're all just hanging out in London. And Mister Official looks at Bones the Goat jokingly, fun and games. Nobody take it serious. He looks it's like Bones. Y'all still think that Florida got the hardest barbers? And Bones the Goat like genuinely looked up, thought about it, and looked at Yak and Mister Official, and he was like, "Yeah." And he's like, mm. "All right, if you had a pick." 
your go-to, your one guy to send to battle to represent the entire state of Florida, who would it be? And I'm not going to drop names, but Bones to go drop the name. Mm-hmm. And instantly, someone was like, oh, dude, but Lowe's could crush him. And I looked and I was like, well, it depends on what we do. Because that particular person is great at that one thing. Yeah. But if we were to shift that to another topic, yeah, I, I would. I would. I think I would take care of him. Yeah. And then Mr. Official came in and he's like, but you can't even get to Lowe's yet. There's about six other barbers in Chicago that that person would have to even go through. So mm-hmm. we're all going back and forth on who got the best city, uh, best uh, uh, barbers in the in the state and all. I mean, in the country, and it was just all fun and games. But it was at that moment where they, no matter what, every person kept naming, someone would always come back and be like, "Oh, but Los can get them on that." Like mm-hmm. they found the weakness for every other person, and mm-hmm. that's when it really hit me. And I was like, "Damn, I really." Like it did take me 24 years to really get mm-hmm. good at a lot of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen that afro that I shaped up in Dubai. Um, it was a it was a, a black dude. I did a sick afro. Nah, I haven't I shaped up yet. an afro in like 10 years. I yeah. think the last time I did it, but when I did it in Dubai, it was like riding a bike and I killed that. That afro, when you get a chance, go on my page, check it out. It was superb, bro. I I, mm-hmm. I snapped on it and it just it just brought me back to like, man, like you never forget, like riding a bike, you never forget. You might be a little rusty, but you never forget. And and learning any new skill, guys. Yeah, you guys see that. Any new skill that you learn, you might get rusty, but you'll never forget it. So that's why it's important to take that with you in a mm-hmm. career like mine that I've had for 24 years. And and yeah, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you see it there. Like it's it was, and I did that on stage. You know, I, I did a little work behind the scenes. I did most of it on stage, mm-hmm. and it was a good afro. It was, you know, I was happy with it, and I haven't done one in years. Yeah, it was and a same good thing with a flag. You don't know your lows because he is good afro. Like at the end of the no. day, if somebody's on a uh, having a conversation with Michael Jordan or LeBron James or one of these Kobe Bryant, and and they're and they're and they're saying, you know, you you're the greatest of all time. You know, it's it, it's like a, it's. It's just it, it it it's accepted as it is what it is, right? And I'm just saying, at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, we can, you know, it. it I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Like in, in the grand scheme of life, right? It doesn't really matter. But in, in this moment on this gem talk, this is where we're just acknowledging, bro. At the end of the day, you are the Michael Jordan, you are the LeBron James, you are the Kobe Bryant you, of our industry, bro. And everybody in the chat is gonna drop the goats, and, and they're gonna drop the goats, right? And flood the chat, and we're giving you your flowers, bro. And you keep being yeah. humble, those you are. Keep inspiring all of us the way you've been. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep chasing all of these goals. Keep leveling up, and and and, and keep doing the things that make you happy, bro. And, and feel fulfilled and and, and and just doing what you do. You know what I'm saying? And you see the goats yeah. coming in. But 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 Los, this is what I want to do, bro. I because there are a bunch of questions and we still got to do the giveaway. So so um he said dude, Los is a generational goal. Fact. Uh crushing in all generations. Um I want to do our best to answer as many as these remaining questions as uh, we can. So if possible, can you do your best to give like the short-winded good answer for them? And then um like Almost like rapid fire, and then um, I hope you see all these goats coming in. Shout outs to you You're getting your flowers today. Yeah, shout on out to everybody, yo, that it, it, it warms yeah. my heart. You guys have no clue, dude. Like I don't ever get this type of love. Like I, yeah. I get a lot of hate. We're giving you hugs today, bro. We're not playing out here, yeah, bro. You inspired so many of us, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Like me, I go back to the DVD, the Blueprint DVD. You know what I'm saying? Seeing you on the stage and seeing you at the booths doing stuff. When I was going to events and nobody knew who I, I was, you know, you, you're one of the people like, I want to be able to do what he doing. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm like, yo, let me have him come through to my event. You come through, dope. Come out to the, the, the pre-party. We watch the McGregor versus Nate Diaz fight. You know what I mean? We kicking it and vibing like, you know what I mean? And, and here we are today. Years later, doing this gem talk, and years later, you're still doing your thing. I'm doing my thing out here. We go in. People in the comments go in. So you know it's dope, bro. And I'm glad nah, you're getting hey, that. Everybody love. watching, man. Yeah, it, I, I love it. it. You warms, deserve it, bro. It warms my heart, man. It's gonna make me want to go harder because now, now that I know the support system behind me, it, it, it it's dope. Because it does get lonely, man. If you guys don't understand. Like I know it looks fun on Instagram, but it it, it gets lonely. It, it 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 tears you down. Uh, but I'm used to that, man. I'm used to it. I'm used to just keep going and pushing and great things come when you push. So just yes. know that. But yes. let's do it. So, rapid fire. Uh, rapid we'll give fire. Out great quick answers. Yes. And guys, too, somebody asked for a promo code. So you know what? I made a promo code. If you use screenshot this so you know, save 10 on all the merch in my store at ismarmarv.com, you're going to get 10% off. Somebody asked for that earlier, so we made it happen. All right. Rapid fire questions. Uh, from what this barber, he works with me. This is my guy. We're working to build him up on TikTok and some of the social media. Uh, me and him um, grew up together. He um, actually gave me my first job ever as a paper boy. And then uh, years, years later, when he's in his 30s, um, you know, he was one of my clients and I had a discussion with him about becoming a barber because I knew he'd be a great barber. And now he's having such a great career and he, he's doing his thing and we're crushing it. Um, you are somebody who also inspires him and he, he's a photographer. He does a lot of that stuff. So he sees HQ and he's like, yo, I love that. Would love to have something like that one day. So his question for you is Los, how long in the making was HQ? That's, that's my dream goal. Any advice? He turned to 39 this month. He really turned to 49. Don't let him lie to you. Been barber for seven years. Um, what advice you got for him, bro? Um, HQ was in the making and how about this just real quick HQ ain't even it that's just another stepping stone to my real goal but HQ this what I have now it's been in the making for almost 10 years since I was late 20 when I remember I said I, I wanted to take barbering series at the age of 26 mm-hmm. my ideal was to have this big warehouse where I could just have fun uh, play Nerf gun uh, and create I uh, just do all types of cool stuff so I couldn't just jump into a 3000 square space Immediately, I wouldn't know how to control it. I wouldn't know how to handle it. So I started small at a small studio and, and took that as my playground. And once I overgrew that, that's when I knew I had to go bigger. Um, and another thing that people need to understand is that people ask me all the time, how do you pay for HQ? It's so big. Like, you have no one working there. How do you pay? Well, I've been blessed to work for companies like Babyliss and Level 3 who pay a salary um, to, to create content for them. So because they're paying me X amount of dollars, I'm taking that money and this is what I invested in. They're paying my bills here so I can create for them, right? And I still cut hair on the side so I can make my own money too. So that's kind of how it works. Mm, I love that. Uh, do you still cut your own hair to this day? If not, who cut your hair? Because your haircut and beard always on point, fam. I'm hey. my own barber. I, I cut my own hair every, every, every time. Um, I don't, I got a mullet now. If you guys can't see it, I got a mullet. Uh, I get it trimmed whenever I'm out of town with the homies. Anybody that has a talent to do, shout out Poppy Blends and uh, uh, Benji Sky, people that have had the opportunity to cut my hair. I get my mullet trimmed through them. But when it comes to giving myself a taper or a burst fade or a fade or my beard work, it's all me. Mm. Is there a barber that you look up to and why? There's a lot of barbers that I look up to for a variety of reasons. 
my two favorite barbers right now um, are not even from America. They're from uh, the UK. Shout out to Barber Josh O.P. Shout out to Josh Monica. Reasons why they're two of my favorite barbers because I love admiring people that do what I do but better than me. They're both better shear cutters and both uh, better um, hairstylists and how they style their hair. It, they're just amazing. Both of them are great. So I admire that. Um, <clears throat> and that's really it. Not that I don't admire anyone else, but... Uh, I think when it comes to like barbers and uh, doing sheer cutting and styling, those two to me are like the top mm-hmm. and they're, they're grinders. So those are my two favorite barbers, but the list goes on. I got a variety of people that I love or, or admire for other reasons than just cutting hair. You know, some people might be great. For example, Mark, like the way you go hard on controversial topics and you take that hit all the time. Like I, I could I never get do that, beat bro. up, bro. I'll be back. I'll yeah, be Mayweather, bro. <laughs> yeah. See, so I have to admire that. I have to admire you for that because I, I, I'm too, I'm too, I don't want, I don't even want to say I'm too in my feelings, but I'll take, you know, some things when people go crazy, I'll be like, Hey bro, come down. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, and, and I know I can't control that. So I stay away from the drama and I focus on the positivity, but, uh, yes. next question. I love that. Question. I love that. Um, what advice can you give a f- uh, female barbers that have passion for barber and that want to grow and get taken serious? I feel like this is always tough for me to answer because I'm not a female. You know what I mean? Like we we'll never really know because we are not in their bodies. You know, and so it's it's challenging. But what would you say to her? Um, keep pushing. Listen to me. I said this at another podcast. I'm gonna repeat it because I'm sure. Um, I don't even think that podcast got released yet. Women, listen to me. And there's no disrespect to my guys, but I've been in the barbershop for long enough to know how guys yeah, work. I know you about this. I've fact. been in the I shop. Know you about to and say. I've been in the shop long enough to yeah. know how women work. Women are better employees than men. It just is what it is. Women will get there on time more than the guys. Women actually buy their own stuff. They might show up with a coffee cup and a water cup and all these things, and but they have everything. They buy their own supplies. They're more cleaning. They're more nurturing. They're more caring. They're, I mean, the list goes on on women, and I've said this in the podcast. I'm going to listen. If these females keep going the way they're going, they're going to take this take over this game. This what was once a male dominant industry can easily be taken over women because think about it. You know how many shop owners I know that they would rather hire women barbers than guy barbers because you babysit guy barbers. Yeah, and there's just so I much like ego I'm, involved with guys. It's always a, exactly. a, a, a dingling measuring contest all the time, bro. Always, right? So um barbers i mean come on we all if you're a real barber when i mean real barber like you work through the trenches but i would come into my shop and my next trips be gone or my machine will be on another station and all this but i never had that issue with women women are real particular with putting a little plant in their corner and spraying it with water maybe a photo maybe some type of smell like it's just on a whole nother level and now that we're catering now we're now now that we're in a business now more than ever where we're catering to our clients all of a sudden we want to massage our clients wash our clients uh get facials and all that what better than to get it done by a female especially if you're a guy especially a female who's a big i just had ali ali's in chicago right now you guys savage bro yeah if you don't know who ali bus is i got her in chicago she is killing she could cut hair and she's a beast dude not just because she's a girl, but because she's a girl and what she is doing, she's going to take over. Is that's, is that's it. It's that simple. So I always tell guys, like, yo, step it up, bro, because if you keep thinking that you're just a barber because you're your own boss, so you can do whatever you want, no one's going to want to hire you. No one's going to want to work with you. 
and, mm-hmm. and, and women can easily, bro. Can you imagine the day that that comes that barbering is now a female dominant industry? I, bro, I know, bro. I, I remember when I, there, there was this woman that used to work with me, bro, and she used to use the power, the, the fact that she was, um, you know, like uh, uh, looked at as less than as a superpower, right? Because people would come in underestimating her, right? I remember one time this dude came in and um, she had the opening for the walk-in, right? She's working to build and all of us were booked up and uh, he's like, you got time to fit us in? And we're like, yeah, she can fit you in right now. And he did that stop guy thing like, you know, you can you handle my cut type of thing? And she's like, yeah, bro, I got you, right? So he went over, sat in her chair. She blessed him with the amazing haircut, pampered the experience. He loved it. He stood up. By the time they were done, he went from almost sitting, not wanting to sit in her chair to giving her a big hug. It was like his auntie now, right? And then he only wanted to sit in her chair. So the fact that she was so underestimated actually was a, a superpower because she, they were expecting, let's say, this low-level cut in experience and she over delivered, so it just like blew their mind, and now they were hooked to to her. You know what I mean? So I, something, guys. If ladies, if you're good at what you do, it doesn't matter if you're a girl. And if yeah. you feel wrong about where you're at or where you're located, relocate. Because yeah, I said I, this once. I said this once, and I forgot what real somebody recorded me, but I said this right. Let's take the water bottle theory, and I'm sure you know about this, Marv. I put What's me on. I don't know if, I am. Well, if you go to a car wash and you see a water bottle for sale, that water bottle is probably going to be a dollar, right? Yep. But if you go to a casino, that water bottle is probably going to be five dollars. If you go on a plane, that water bottle might be six dollars. If you're stranded in the desert, I could sell you a water bottle for twenty dollars, maybe even a hundred bucks, right? Nothing changed about the water bottle. Mm-hmm. What changed was the location of that water mm-hmm. bottle. Where was that water bottle valued the most? So when I tell these females. And I'm going to look, if you feel that way about not being great or people downgrading you and all that, maybe you just need to go to a different spot where the energy is going to be a different, maybe more acceptance. How about think of this, girl? If, you, if, you, if you're a lady and you, man, this is, a, this is a gem right here that I've told only a few girls, but think about it. If you are a female that's great at barbering and you can truly, and you truly are comfortable cutting men's hair or doing any type of haircut, why wouldn't you go apply at a high-end salon? where they do women hair slash men hair, because now you're going to be the unicorn in that salon that not only knows how to work with longer hair, but you can teach the ladies or whoever's working there how to also do shorter haircuts, fades, Mm. how to use a razor. You become more valuable in that establishment. That's one, probably more professional, probably charging a lot more for haircuts. And the list goes on of what all these pros could be. But I think... People feel like in order to be a barber, they have to work in the hood at a barbershop. Or else you're not a real barber. You ain't built for that. No, dude. dude, Listen to me, bro. If I could do my career all over again, bro, I would. Hold up. Before you answer that, because there's a good question. And it goes along those lines, right? He says, Frankie says, if you could go back in time, what advice would you tell your younger self that you know now? Would you change anything in your younger version? That was going to be my next question. So what's up? Talk Um, to us. I wouldn't change anything because you know you hear it all the time. I am who I am because of that. Which is true. Build a foundation. I was able to build a foundation, and and I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for everything that I went through. But if I if I had the option to go back and do things differently, I would be as good as I am today. But dude, I would start. I would do what I was just telling the ladies to do. I would go find a super high end salon, mm. right? Even if I got to dress the part and be in a suit all day, I would go around clients that are easier to please. 
um, in a sense of a haircut, um, more money, easier cuts, less stress, more of a actual structured place, and I will just be killing these simple haircuts, these two on two on the sides and trim on top, these scissors all around. I would just be doing all that, and that's how I would be making my money, right? Mm. That's how I would probably operate. Instead of being in the hood trying to bring people with me, to go from $12 to 15 and everybody's like, ah, I don't know if I could do that 15, bro. My client won't do it. And, and, and I, it was just such a struggle that we had to go through. Oh, if you want to raise the line and get an extra $2, bro. Nah, skip that. Raise the line. You get what I mean? And yeah. it was just like, I would, I would have rather just gone to a salon and really conquer that era of that. I mean, that whole area, instead of trying to battle in, in the trenches of barbering, that's mm. probably what I would have done different. Mm. I love that. Time for you to, if you want to be vulnerable, this is a good moment for you to be vulnerable. Failing is a part of the process. What would you consider your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I hear you, bro. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You know what it is? Man? You know, and another it's, it's cliche to say it too, right? Like, I don't I don't consider anything a failure. I feel right. the times, but I don't I look, at look at it through it. that lens. I hear you. Yeah, I don't. It's more like, oh, that didn't work. Let me step back and go somewhere else and figure something else out. So it was mm. never, it was more like learning lessons. I learned a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons, but never failure. I think failure is when you give up, when you fail. That's facts. And you, you fail to continue. That is failure. When you just say, I, I'm done. That's failure. I think, um, well, you guys don't even know. You guys don't even know the thousands of times I learned lessons where I tried something new or it didn't work or I flopped. You guys don't know that. Obviously, my job is to put it out there and 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 show the good in barbering or the good in being who I am. Um, I'm not gonna, um, and that's just my personal preference. Some people will get on live and start crying, or, or yeah. some people will get on live and start sharing their personal issues with their family or baby daddy or drama. I've never been that guy. As long as you know me, Marv, you've always mm -hmm. seen positive come out of my page. I don't argue mm -hmm. with people. I don't put any negativity. But that doesn't mean. That I didn't go through anything or, or failed. But how about this? Here's another quick one before we go into the next question. Mm -hmm. I went on a small tour in Vegas with Jay Majors to promote the Las Vegas Bar Battle. And Jay Major has a seven-minute intro where he talks about his upcoming. And his upcoming, along with a lot of people that are very successful, is I got shot. I got stabbed. I went in prison. I went this. I went that. And and it's nice to see people adjust and and get through that and now they're grinding it i mean now they're big and all this positive stuff but one thing that i want to get across to everybody watching is you don't have to go through all that to become successful Facts. because i've always been the type of person that learns not just from my mistakes but i learn from other people's mistakes and when you're a barber or anything that deals with other people you have that ability to hear people out and hear all the dumb stuff they go through and you can say well i'm not gonna go through that so i'm gonna go from your mistakes and i'm gonna learn that so because that's how i've always lived my life thank god that i avoided a lot of dumb stuff because i always just not learn from me i learn from other people's mistakes this is why now 36 i don't have any kids not because i never wanted to but i don't have any kids i have a lot of positivity in my life a lot of good energy i'm not in debt um i you know like I don't have a car note. I'm, I'm just doing things so right now, but it all came from being careful and, and just learning from other people's mistakes. You do not have to go through all that negativity to be successful. You can be a good, genuine person and, and, and obey the rule and be an all by, all by the, uh, law citizen and still become successful. You don't need a tragic story to prove that, that you're a different person. Just learn mm -hmm. from other people, man. 
That's it. I love if that. Someone, if you're out at a bar and someone that's, one of your buddy that's drinks deep. And that's drives, dope, bro. Yeah, if you're at a bar and your your buddy drinks and drives and gets a DUI, why would I go out next weekend and do what he did and, and, and risk that? So I've always said that. Just learn from other people, man. Learn, watch, hear people, and 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 you calculate your move and move accordingly, and and you'll be good. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was great. Barbers, drop some gems in the chat. One thing I would say about uh, failing too is, you know, it, number one, uh, like just to reiterate, um, you only fail when you give up, right? And and every time you fail is a lesson learned. Right. So you're not losing nothing when you fail. You're only gaining. You're gaining wisdom, insight. You're sharpening your skill set. Right. So um, failing is a, a, a good thing. In fact, in most instances, right, it's, it's the analogy of when you're a baby and you're trying to walk and you keep falling, but you keep getting up. You keep falling. You keep getting up. Right. Um, here's what I'll say, too, when it comes to failing. People only remember the shots you make, bro. You know what I'm saying? So you guys can go out here and fail and make these mistakes. And, and for a moment, people might say, ha ha, I told you. Ha ha, I knew it wasn't going to work. Ha ha, ha ha. But they're only going to remember the makes, right? The times you didn't fail, the times you succeeded. Think about Michael Jordan, right? 6-0 in the finals. How many times have you heard that in the barbershop debate and argument? Nobody talks about him getting swept in the first round. Nobody talks about him losing in the playoffs. They remember 6-0. and They talk about all the, he's clutched the most game winners and all of this, right? They remember him making the game winners, pushing Brian Rush out the way and say, uh, game winners. They remember him making them. They don't remember the times he missed. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that because guys go out there, fail forward, go out there, give it a shot, swing for the fences. Sometimes you're going to fall on your face. Get up, bro. Get up. Because at the end of the day, when all said and done, the people are only going to remember the times you succeeded. I failed in more ways than I could ever, ever imagine. If I sit here and really think about what you guys would classify as failure, and same thing with Lois, whatever you guys would classify as failure, there's a super long list. Failed way more times than I've succeeded. Just like going on the court, if I'm shooting threes, I'm missing way more than I'm making. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the end of the day, I don't see it through that lens, just like Lowe's does it. And a lot of people, you know, that have been able to be what you would de deem successful. We don't see it through that lens. We see it as um, a learning experience. And, and, and these are experiences and moments that are shaping who, who we become. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. So, um, Lowe's, here's what I, here's what I'll say. First thing I'm going to say is number one. Before the live, Los was like, you know, I'm used to talking for an hour. I don't know, you know, it's two hour thing. I don't know how we're gonna be able to do that. We two <laughs> hours and fourteen minutes in, and I know Los still got another two hours in him if if he wanted oh, to. Good. It don't feel nothing like two hours, right? Not at all. It, Literally, not at all. It's insane how they go. And that's why I was telling you before, it's like, yo, bro, watch this. It's insane. We'll be two hours deep and not even feel like we got warmed up. So, so what I want to ask you, bro, is do you want to take a few more questions or you want to get to this, to this giveaway and start giving some stuff away? Let me do two quick questions. Um, and then we'll jump on the giveaway and then whatever you want to do after that, Marv. Okay. But do you got questions that you want to answer already that you've seen, or do you just, you want me to go through it and uh, pull you, two you, more up? Yeah. You pull them up. All right, so barbers, uh, ask a good question real quick while I'm going through these uh, questions because I'll probably find one that I put on the screen. And then if y'all got a, um, a good one, I'll put it on the um, screen. All right, this is a good one. If we're talking about legacy, um, 
What is your greatest accomplishment so far, in your opinion? Proving everybody wrong. Mm. Um, I like to think that I was on the front line of what barbering is today. Because if you really Facts. think about it, in 2012, when Instagram finally popped off, and I was posting crab legs as my photo, barbering wasn't what it is today. So, 5,000 posts later... I'm still here, and I like Los cut that. it with one like in crab legs. Y'all like never seen that post. 2012, 2012, insane. So, so they, that's crazy. That you, I forgot about. I gotta go delete that. Shit. <laughs> bro, I went uh, all. But, bro, I went all the <laughs> way to the bottom. Los, like it took me forever to do it, bro. Like here's some of the ones I I, I saved. Let me. Uh, is it on a screen? No, it's not on a screen. Let me show you just some of the ones I saved. So I saved this one. <laughs> I saved a biggie joint when you did that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Jordan, yep. MJ, I saved, saved this wild. one, the Shy Town yeah. piece. They ain't never see Lowe's cut it in that bag, bro. I know. What year was that? What year, what year was that? 2013. Bro, look at that. That's 11 yeah. years ago. That's insane. They ain't see the low. They don't got that. I got to uh -huh. find mine. I got that. The Lowe's <laughs> cut it. You know, this is this is the flyer from the event you did when you came out for oh, me. Oh, that was for you. That's so cool. Damn. New York State Barber Expo, and then this is what you did on uh, one of my barbers. He still uh, works with me. That's the design Such you did a, at the event. That, that was a sick design. I remember that. Bro, crush that. Then the oh, Super Bowl crazy. joint you did. Bro, get out of here, man. Stop. You playing games. Yeah, right? that, that was my up? own custom Patriot and custom Falcon that I did. That was crazy. Yeah, it's, it, it's, 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 this stuff is just insane, bro. Like, like what? Bro, they, they, I don't know if they've seen this Lowe's cut it bag because they see all the stuff you're on now, you know? They, 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 yeah. These these barbershop cuts, you know, like the clean fades, you know what I mean? They, oh, they didn't, didn't see the, the beard work on Yak. Shout outs to Yak. Yeah, thanks. Damn. The, crazy beard work. This was wild, yeah. that Trailblazer joint you did. Like, what? I went <laughs> back, bro. You did go I went, like, I went back. Wow. And, and there were so many more that I wanted to 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 save, you know what I mean. But just to just to bring you bring you back, like you said, bring it down, uh, memory lane, uh, boom. So he fun fact, right, doing enhancements uh, before it was popping like that. Facts, bro. Yeah, facts. no facts. Fun fact, real quick, and I feel like I gotta say this because yep. I think a lot of people deserve to know this. So my name, Los Cut It, right? I got the name because I got inspired by a barber who's no longer really. In the mix, but back in the MySpace days, before Instagram, he was popping. His name is Rock Did It. Do you know who Rock Did It is, Mark? Mm -hmm. So Rock nah. Did It, he is somebody that had a very similar aesthetic to what my Los Cutted brand is. And if you hear his name out, it's Rock Did It. And what I loved about Rock Did It was that he was such a beast for his time. Such a beast. And the name, I loved it because anybody... Every time somebody would ask, like, yo, who who did his hair? Rock did it. Rock did it. So when I came up with my name, that was kind of what inspired Los Cut It. I wanted a call of action where if somebody was like, yo, who cut your hair? Los Cut It. Mm, and I have to give uh, Rock, Rock did it his uh, his flowers because he was such a beast. I'm trying to find his post that, that I could probably send you that you can share so you guys know who he is and what he looked like. And you can see the comparison in my logo and his logo. Mm -hmm. But just had to let that be known, and um, 
and yeah, That's as soon fire. as I find a photo, I'll send it to you. Gotcha. But yeah, let's go on to the to the next yeah. question. And, and even so, for me, when I was coming up with my name, I you know it, it's always you you want to figure out something that you you want to be called right or, or whatever the case is your your brand that you want to build. So for me, I you know uh, a lot of people, um, my first name was marvelous i used to do music i got the tattoo is i'm trying to show it on the wrong computer but anyway i got a tattoo that says marvelous right so that used to be my name and when i did music so people would call me for short marv right so that's what people would start calling me marv because it's just easier to say so then there were times where people would be like marvy marv so they start calling me marvy marv so then i started thinking like if i was out somewhere and somebody were to see me what would they say and they might say something along the lines of it's marvy marv like who who is that it's marvy marv so i'm like i bet you know that's i'm, I'm gonna go with that name so that's that's kind of how i uh i came up with my name so that's that's cool i've never shared that story i appreciate you sharing so that little is, 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 is your name mar is your name marvin no, nah, and that's it. People think my name's Marvin. My name is Marlon, right? My name is Marlon, like Marlon Wayne's. They think it's Marvin. No, but I, no I, I got Marvelous. See, and Marvelous was inspired by Fabulous because I used to do music. So I love Fab. So, yes, you know, he was fabulous. I was marvelous. You know what I mean? And then this kind of transition. I've been living a lie this whole time, bro. I thought your name was Marvin. Bro, so many people call me Marvin. I'd be letting them have it, too, because I'm like, I've been called worse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I've been called worse than Marvin. Did you get that picture I sent you? Uh, it's on. Would you send it? IG? I, a text, not text. Oh, text. All right, hold up. Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. Um, and barbers, just so you guys know, while I'm pulling this up, um, if you go to the link in my bio, I don't know if it's it's it's, it's working yet. Maybe it is. I know the traffic was was pretty bad earlier because everybody was acting up. But we're giving away free boppers, uh, uh, bopper digital business cards. The barbers joints. They got the barber, um logo on it they're absolutely fire and and we're doing a promo on uh all the merch in the barber store if you use the promo code save 10 you'll get 10 percent off of everything um in the barber store and we're going to be doing some crazy giveaways some crazy giveaways let me uh pull some of this stuff up real quick i got it Los. it's about to come through let me uh open with the google chrome Boom, let's see, uh, boom, let me, uh, where's the share the screen at, present, share screen, where is it, that's the wrong one, yeah, I'll show you that real quick, that's what the uh, cards look like, they're the Bopper digital business cards, so they're tap and go, they're fire, they're absolutely fire, but here's the, uh, let's see this, share this tab instead, here we go, oh, so that, that guy is, uh, Rock did it. Oh, uh, right. yo, shout outs to him. Look at the swag, bro. Stop playing with bro, him. And dude, this is MySpace days, bro. Look how yo. he had the cord wrapped around his arm. Look at his and I and I sent you I sent you my logo. I sent you another photo. Oh, so did you? You kind of see the resemblance in my Lowe's Cut It logo to what he did. What he has, the color of the barber pole, all that good stuff. So and a lot of dude, I'm sharing some stuff with you because like 90% of the people do not know this. And I'm just this is to fire. It. Shout outs to Los Cutter coming through with yeah. the with the stuff people have never seen. This is fire. Bro. So this is who my inspiration was. He's still around. If you look him up, Brock did it. You can kind of see some of his work from back in the day. And I've always got to give this guy his flowers. So my logo is right here, Los Cut It. So it's a similar concept, but it's unrecognizable to to his in a sense. But I chose 2014. Look at Los yeah, with Lose, the yo, look, look at yeah. you, bro. T no so, beard, Los. <laughs> that's so fire, bro. That's dope. You're bringing me back. 
Yo, that was the that was the goal, bro. You know, because I know how it is, man. Like when we're so consumed in the moment in the future, like especially you know, we live in the future. Like you live way out deep in the future, right? But <laughs> but uh, I live in the future too. So when you're dealing with the present moment in the future, a lot of times it, it, it it's you, we're just so wrapped up in that we forget about how much we've done along the way. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I'm just. I think I got to bring Los a little back a little bit, help him uh, reminisce and, and remind him of, of what he's done and how, how much time, energy and money he's invested in, you know, just what you've put in to become who you become. You know what I'm saying? And and, cool. and I knew it was going to be a dope, dope time for you because it's it's cool when you start going down memory lane and you start remembering, you know, before you were uh, where you are now and, and, and nobody knew who you was and you're just trying to build and, you know, it's fire, bro. So it is. I'm glad it is. I, I'm glad I got to be a part of this experience to bring you back. Um, Absolutely, bro. Same. In time. So last question before we do the giveaway. Somebody said, where do you see the industry going? Since you're living 28 years in the future, well, wh where do you see it going right now? Uh, all right. So I have two theories. One, I feel like it's going to come a time where both male and females are going to be able to rock the same haircut. So you'll be able to see females and, and guys coming into barbershops regularly, you know, and vice versa. You'll be able to see guys and girls coming into salons. So any style that you can apply to a man, you can apply to a female or you can apply to anyone that um, wants to go buy something else. Right. I think the guys are happy because you went to cosmetology school and you really learned some of this women's hair, right? So, so some of these guys are here like, oh, some of the, the women are gonna come in and chop it off now. So good, good. <laughs> they oh, feel yeah. excited I mean, dude, about that. If you if you've been following me in my content for the yeah. past month, I've been traveling the world shaving women's head bald because what's crazy is I fought for so long for so many years to convince girls to even shave half their head. But after proving the concept and showing what I what I do and how happy these women are, I get so many DMs from women with buzz cuts all over the world. I get so many DMs from people, from ladies asking me that they would fly to Chicago to just be a hair model for me, that they love my art, they love what I do. And and it's become easier, but it's just because I stuck to my guns, man. I stuck to what I like. Like, these girls are genuinely happy when they when I shave their head. Like they are excited to get a, a original one of a kind piece by me, and and it, that brings joy to me. Um, you can actually, if you keep scrolling, you'll see a video where I start cutting this girl's hair off, and she's loving it. Keep going; it's right before. There you go, right there, right here. Yeah, loving it, filming herself screaming. Yeah. Like this girl was. I'm their biggest fan. I cut her hair in Dubai. She's like, I just want to get something done. And if you scroll back up, she's the one that got the blue piece. The blue design right here. That one, that one. Yeah, she's the one that got that one. That's Bro, her. look, that is insane, dude. <laughs> and if you think that's Photoshop, look, it's I got it on Bro. video. I got receipts. <laughs> Bro, that is insane. That that's is just so dope. That's her, so, dude. And she she gives me a testimonial on like one of the third slides, and she's so happy. And that's what I do it for, man. Anyone that believes in my my craft and what I do, I'm with it, bro. Let's do it. I love that. Great bet. So, 
I think it's time to do the giveaway. You you want it? You down to do the giveaway, bro? Or else we gonna be on here for another two hours. Which yeah, no, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Yep, that's we what, might do yo, a part two. Who knows? Yo, the part two. We gonna do the part two. The gem talk. Marvin Mars coming down to HQ, and we gonna act a fool down there too. So we we got a lot of conversation. I gotta have you on the pod, man. We we just shot a pod with Ali. Uh, should be dropping soon. So stay tuned if you're a fan of Ali or you're a fan of me. Like it's a great pod, and you you know she's also a, a barber who's a lady and. It's going to be really cool. I'm excited to get to work on that and, and release it to you guys. But we got to get Marvin Marvin Chicago. But yeah, all right. Coming. So yep. we're doing three winners, correct? I mean, this is what you told me. Because initially, as far as I'm aware, you told me that we you had the lowest cut of Clipper. We can give that away. Right? And then you went on IG today talking about we're going to pick three winners. And then you started talking about some baby lists and, and some level three and and so you you tell me what's going on. As far as I'm so, aware, people are aware. I, I I know there's some people that think one there's one clipper, but now I know there's at least three winners. So what what we doing, dog? So first of all, um, shout out to Chico Boom, my brother. Who Chico's a great dude, bro. Who who I watched his entire episode with you for several reasons. I I'm, I'm a fan of Chico Boom, and two, I wanted to kind of see what I was getting myself into. So I seen his episode. And when he started giving things away, and it just goes to show, listen, I have the power. Yo, your mic right. cut off. Can you hear me now? Now you're back. All right, my bad. I'm, I'm over I here thought busting. we lost Los, but he's back. So, I, I, I have the power to call Babyliss and be like, hey, Babyliss, I feel like this person here deserves a full care package. And they, they would immediately be like, no problem, sense. But I don't ever take advantage of that. I don't overdo it because I don't want everyone anyone to feel like I'm taking advantage of it. But I ha- because I know I have the power, I don't think about that. And like I don't think about it. That doesn't cross my mind until I watch Chico's episode and he's like, you know, is gonna give away stuff and and Rhoda's gonna do this. And and then I, that's when I was like, Holy crap, I do work with Babyliss. I do work with level three. Thanks. Like, all right, because what I'm doing is I'm giving away when my lowest cutted clipper came out. Babyliss gave me a small amount of clippers and said, these are yours, Lowe's. Do as you please. So I keep a large collection. Not that large, but I kept a large collection. I'm taking these clippers from my personal mm. collection. Mm. I'm going into my 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 little area, and I'm taking these two out. I got mm. another one over here, right? And that's what I was going to do until I remember that I also work with, with Babyliss in level three. So I reached out at my good friends at Babyliss, and I was like, what you got for me? They have... Two mystery packages. They're clippers. Mm. They can't tell you what it is. You're just going to get what you're going to get. It mm. might be something amazing. It might be something that's even just good or something new that hasn't dropped. I don't know what it is, but two mystery. And then I spoke to my people at level three. And they're giving away two mystery. Mm. I mean, not mystery, two VIP boxes, which includes like 10 products. It's a $100 value on this product by itself. So I got two of those. And the way we're going to do it, and Rick, where's my... Goat shirt. I had a white we gotta need you to sign those before you send them low. Whatever you guys want, whatever you guys want. Let's go. So, also, I am giving out two goat t-shirts because mm. you guys have been watching or just tuning in. The goat brand stands for you being the best person or the greatest person you're trying to be. It's not a low cut of t-shirt. It's just a, a shirt that symbolizes your work, your hard work. So I think what we're going to do is for first place, we're going to give away a low cut clipper. Mm-hmm. We're going to give away a t-shirt. We're going to mm-hmm. give away whatever mystery box Babyliss is doing. And we're mm-hmm. going to give away a level three box. 
So mm. for first place, you're going to get all that. Mm. For second place. And we're going to throw in an Ismarvy Marv interactive social media course bundle, right? All the courses and a shirt from Marvy Marv store just to add more to it. So that's first place. First place being big now. So first place gets everything. Gotcha. Second place gets a Lowe's Cut Clipper, a t shirt, and the other Babyliss mystery package. And then mm. third place, we'll get the level three VIP package. So third place is going to get still a nice little gift. Um, and how it's going to work is it's going to be separated. Obviously, Marvy's going to send you whatever that he sends you. I'm going to send you whatever I have. Babyliss is going to send you whatever they, they're going to give. And level three is going to send you whatever they're going to give you. So whatever winner is, everything's going to come separate from all angles. But be on the lookout. We get your information. We'll send it out immediately. And we'll go from there. Mm. Let's go. So, barbers, if you're ready to do the giveaway, first thing I would say is if you're watching this on a TV or computer, uh, load this up on your phone because if you've been paying any attention to how I've been doing the giveaways, I'm going to ask you some questions. So, you want to be able to uh, text or type whatever you do to be able to answer these questions and have your fingers ready. So, I'm going to give you some time, a minute or so, to get on your phone if you're not on your phone. All right. That's first. Um, Secondly, what I need you to do is spam the chat, bro, with the goat emojis. We having goat talk on Gem Talk with a couple of goats, and we about to give it to do some goat giveaways. Spam the chat with some goats, barbers. Let's go. This is dope. Lowe's came through. Said, you know what? We added to this. Let me make a couple phone calls. You know what I'm saying? Let's make these bags a little bit bigger. Marvy Marv is throwing in for first place. We gonna make first place crazy. Second place is crazy. Third place is crazy. And uh, we're gonna have some fun. I hope you guys have been paying attention because I got some questions for you. If you haven't done so already, hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to this channel and make sure you uh, follow Los on YouTube, IG, TikTok. Yo, I'm telling you on TikTok, you only you are like any moment you're gonna be in the millions, bro. Because you're you're over there figuring it out, and I love when I'm I first here. I seen you get on there, and I'm like, because because you have all of the skill sets necessary and the look to just crush it on TikTok and the personality. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, bro, once he locks in and, and really it starts clicking, it's over. It's TikTok is going to really change your life. Thanks, and I think man. that's part of the reason too now where you're, you're starting to feel a little more because you know that TikTok world is different. Like it's showing you the different world. You know what I mean? So and you, you got to understand yeah. like it's like I get, I know everything you're saying is true, but it's like, dude, I wear so many hats, man. Think about it, dude. I'm yeah. a global platform artist for two big companies that have me all over the world. I take clients in still. I cut hair. I run an operation. I run a business. I run social media. There's so many hats. So do I know how to become big on TikTok? Of course I know, but I also look at it. What's more valuable, Instagram or TikTok right now? I mean, uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok, yeah. right? TikTok, I might go viral. I might get millions of views and all that, but that does not generate as much opportunity as if I go viral on Instagram because that's where I'll get hit up for segments, opportunity, classes, and all that. People on TikTok are just everyday people that just like my video. So I, this is why I, I'm not in a rush to blow up on TikTok. I, I'll take it if it comes. I'm more like trying to work towards the industry and feed the industry, which is why I'm more focused yeah. on Instagram. TikTok is going to, that's what's going to expand you beyond the industry. 
that that's 100%. where it's it's gonna it's gonna put you in a whole new realm. It's a longer term play because I, I know exactly what you're saying when it comes to what we do. Instagram's still the money maker, but the 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 long term play and I think even the bigger bags, bro, is 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 TikTok because it's gonna put put it's gonna put people like you in the world where you're dealing with these brands and companies that got really 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 big budgets and it's gonna put you in, oh, in a posi- in a position where you know just everyday people are gonna be going crazy over you like when i was kicking it with nito uh juanito you know nito right the braid yeah. if you don't know how to braid prayers for nito too we hope he gets better fast um but being with him chilling with him in, in charlotte we're walking around the town and stuff everybody yelling at him just little kids people hey if you don't know how to braid Right. Like it's connected him to that, that world. And, you know, me and you, we do a lot of the barber world. We, we go to these events. It's insane. But then for the most part, when we walk outside of it, you know, we get a breather. You know what I mean? But that, that TikTok world, bro, once you get up on that and you're, you're known for some um, with what you do and your skill set, it's, it's going to be over. <laughs> and real, dude, thank, thank you, Mark. And real quick, guys, I don't know how many viewers we got. I can't really see, but 313, 313 right now. Listen, guys, listen to me when I tell you this. This is a big opportunity that, that just happened today. Level three is going public and is giving anybody, not just barbers, an opportunity to invest in the company to buy mm. shares, right? Mm. And I'm really big on this because as a shareholder myself already, uh, mm. I'm already investing more because I'm already using the product. So if you're somebody who loves level three, uses level three, travels with level three, sells level three, in there, it would, you're already halfway in. Now you guys can invest and buy shares and the more valuable this company grows, the more money you start to make. Now this isn't legal advice. I'm not telling you what to do or financial advice, but what I am telling you is that our track record in the last three years since Level 3 came out, has grown so much and so rapid. Think about it. Before COVID, no one knew what Level 3 was, right? That's a fact. And in such a short time, look how much bigger we got. And this is an opportunity to buy a share... I think the minimum right now is at 300 bucks. And when you buy it for 300 bucks, you get over a hundred and I think you're getting every share for $3.50 right now. That is the lowest it'll ever be. I promise you. So for the next 48 hours, it launched today. You can buy shares. Um, it's a minimum $300. I think they're asking for, but the way our track record is in the next year, you can double up. And, and if even if we, if we all focused on utilizing the product and really investing in it and promoting it and making it more valuable, it's a better opportunity and a bigger opportunity for us barbers that are already in the industry working on it to invest and to uh, and invest in stocks and all that. All you have to do real quick is go to level3.com. Go in there. It's self-explanatory. Check into it. And I promise you when I tell you this, I am investing in that. I'm putting a lot of money into it because I believe in the product and it's my job to make that product go viral like I've been doing on, on, on all over the world at these shows and using it. I'm investing in it already. Why not put money behind it and watch my income grow on that yeah. aspect. So I just wanted to share that because it's a big news for level three and I uh, wanted to get it out the way and I might be able to clip this itself and post it later for the rest of the world to see. But for those of you guys watching right now, look into it. Tell me what you think. Absolutely, bro. And I know so many of y'all love level three. Drop the heart emojis. If y'all love some level three, uh, what do you got to lose? Like, what do you got to lose? 300 like, bucks is your merit reward. What do you have to do? dollars is the minimum, right? And I think you get over a hundred and something shares. Like, no, like it's like three fifty a share. So you're gonna get whatever shares you get for three hundred, which is a little probably under. I don't know. My it's been a long day, right? I don't want to. <laughs> but 
imagine if you just spend 300 a minimum. Let's just say, imagine. And then, because you guys know how I get down, and you guys know how everybody in the team, Benji, Sky, Mr. Official, how we get down in the next three, four years, we grow this brand to a much bigger scale, more money. That means the shares that you bought at $3.50 per share, that is just going to expand. You get what I mean? So if you're somebody that's going to invest in it and you carry level three in your shop, you might as well promote it even harder because the more value you bring to level three, the more money you're going to make as a shareholder. And if for the first 48 hours, they're doing perks. I think you get 50% extra shares if you purchase within the first 48 hours. Just throwing it out there. You don't have to be a guru with stocks because I'm not. But I know that if I'm already representing something and I'm traveling and getting paid for this company, I might as well buy shares into it because if I'm growing it, it's like buying a building at your shop. There's no reason to, to own a barbershop and then you don't even own the building because at any moment your landlord could be like, yeah, we're going to do something different next year. And now you're, that's why people preach, buy the building, buy the property. Well, in this case, you're kind of buying the building and you're buying the property and you're using the product already and you're selling it. So why not? Double down, my opinion. Yeah, yo, and they, they bro, then y'all can go around and be like, yeah, so you know what I mean? Like, I cut hair and, you know, I own level three. level three. You know what I mean? I own level three because you got, because you own some shares, right? Like, like when Jay Z bought 1% of the Nets and he's like, yeah, I'm the new Nets owner. You know what I'm saying? You, and you're not lying. <laughs> yo, I you're not lying. It's fact. <laughs> yeah. It's fact. Barbers. I love that, man. And the innovation, that's so dope, man. Like, how can you not respect that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you not respect just a, such a, a, a innovative thing, you know, that is going to be a trendsetter, right? Like, you already know that's going to set the trend and, and, and inspire some other people. So that's what it's about, man. Oh, yeah, that's dope. How can you not respect that? Shout out to Level 3 for that. Barbers! So let's do this. So we're going to do uh, the, the, the first person we're going to pick is for the Level 3 package, right? You, you got the package still in front of you? Oh, yeah, it's right here. So get your fingers ready. Get your fingers ready. All right. All right. So here's what we got to do. All right. I'm going to ask you some questions. And what I need you to do is put it all in one comment. All right. One comment, your responses. Okay. And you got to get it right. You get it right. We pick you. All right. Now, what I will ask out of respect for the gem talk. Out of respect for me, Lois, and everybody on this live, if you did not enter the giveaway, please don't answer. I just don't. It, it, it's all good. There's going to be more. Don't don't answer because if I go to look up the, the the details and you're not on there, you're wasting everybody's time. Let's not waste each other's time. And uh, Bopper coming through again. All three winners are going to get a care package from Bopper. Shout out to <laughs> Bopper out here acting up. And again, Bopper's already giving y'all free. Uh, Barber's business cards, right? You just got to pay for Bopper. the shipping. Shout outs to Bopper coming through with the big dub. All right, so now we're adding this, all right? If you didn't enter already, uh, it's unfortunate. You're going to have to wait to the next time. So only if you entered, um, answer this, all right? So for the level three uh, care package and a, a care package from Bopper, right? Because we just added that. All right, here's the question you answer. In one comment, I'm going to ask you two questions, all right? Number one, what's your Instagram handle? And number two, who did Los battle on Barber versus? Go, go, go! Whoever's the first one gonna get it? Let's see who we got. Go, Barbers! They come in quick when this happens, so I'm gonna have to scroll up. Scroll up. Gonna have to scroll up. 
Let's see. Hey, I don't does, see does no the Instagram comments, handle have to be a hundred percent? There, there is their Instagram handle's got to be right. Wait, there's then, a mine. Uh, they put in yours, right? Yeah, it happened last yeah. time. Shy ain't it has listen. To be, it has to have. It, it, it has to be hundred percent. All right. So the first every one day, I see on my month. end. Let me scroll all, all the way up. The first one I see on my end is Jay Torres put J fades and Diego. So let me just double check to make sure that they entered. Um, what is it? J A H J H A Y J J H A Y. Let's see. Boom. So shout outs to Jay Torres. Third place winner getting the care package from level three and a care package from Bopper. So Jay, make sure you message me on Instagram. All right. Let me know that you won. Shout outs to Jay Torres for the third place winner. All right. Barbers. Now, again, you got to make sure you answer this right. This is the second time, second week they put the person's name. Last time they put Mito, and today they put Los Cutted. So you got to put, if I ask something like that, you got to put your IG name. Your own, you know what I'm saying? Your IG name, yeah. All right. So we're, I'm trying to keep this simple for y'all. Y'all got to be quick. So y'all ready for the, the for the second one? So the second place winner is going to get what? The, the Babyless Mystery Package, right? Um. Yeah, the Babyless Mystery Package, a clipper, a T-shirt, and then the bopper um, package. Yeah, yep, yep, got you. All right, bet. So y'all got that? Let's get it. So the second question, remember, guys, one comment. You did good with that. One comment, and you got to answer the questions right. All right? So the second one is, first, what's your Instagram name? And the second question is, how many years did Los work at Official Cuts? Go ahead. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see the comments. All right, let me scroll up. Let me scroll up. Let me scroll up. One. I don't know how. I see one. I don't know how early that was, but I see one. Let me one. see. Uh, which one do you see? Oh. It already went up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't scroll up. I think I see it. I see was it K dot coop? What number did he have? K dot coop, uh 14 years. Yeah, so the first one um that I said 14, I'm not sure who it was, but I seen it. K dot coop. K dot coop. Let's go. K dot, you got yourself a low cutted clipper, a goat t-shirt. Right, um, a Babyless mystery package, and what was it? And that was it, right? Yeah, yep, yep. And the, and the, the bopper package, package. The bopper too. So I, I need what I'm gonna need. You can send it to Marv. You can send it to me. Yeah, I'll um, get you your address and a t-shirt size. These are oversized, so whatever t-shirt you want. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Bet shout outs to K Doc. congrats! Oh, so now for first place, first place. Um, what are we getting again? They're getting the lowest cutted clipper, the babyless package, the, the level, level three package, three. a t-shirt, a gold t-shirt, and the bopper package. And the bopper That's package. Crazy, bro. That's a lot. <laughs> and the access to Marvy Mars programs and a shirt for Marvy Marv too. You know what I'm saying? So let's go. This is the big package. Dun, 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 dun. You're ready. Are y'all ready for it? <laughs> so again, same thing. It's gotta be. 
in one comment, all right, in one comment, and in the order of the the way I asked the question, right, it's got to be in the right order too. One comment in the right order, all right. Barbers, let's go. So for the first place winner tonight's goat talk with Los Cut It. What we want to know is how old was Los Cut It when he started cutting hair, and what's your Instagram name in the right order? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I, I messed him up because I had him switch the order. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I see one. I'm not sure if he's the first one. Uh, shoot. So the right answer is 12 years old, right? <sighs> right. So, so 12 years was supposed to be first. And then the user, the user, oh man, they came, they come in quick, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me go all the way up. Sheesh. Sheesh, they're coming in hot. Um, let me see. I'm, oh, I'm looking at the one. I'm looking at the uh, other ones. Okay, here we here we go. I think we're I think we're right. Um, down here. So it was the years first, and then the Instagram name. So for for the one I seen, are you got the comments up or no? What are you looking at? You? Them, no, I'm, right. I'm getting a text. I yeah, had somebody good. personally trying to jump in and, and win. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't even know you cut hair at 12 years old. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, right? So uh, so the years first, there's so many of them, man. I got to get all the way back up to the top. All right. So first place, I want to make sure it's the right one before I announce it. Years and then the name. So years. So for me on my end, it looking like it's Rel the Barber. That's what it looking like, right? Rel the Barber. All right. That's what it's looking like for me. Yep. That's looking like for me. Shout outs to Rel the Barber for winning first place. Let's go. Yeah, oh, them comments coming crazy. Yo, I knew they was going to have their Instagram name loaded up. You know, y'all did too. I know y'all did. They had it loaded up. And then uh, then Marv said the right order. They was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so listen, Rel, <laughs> Rel, make sure you message me. Yeah, Matt said, yep, yep. Make sure you message me, homie, so I can get uh, your, your info. All you guys, message me. Let me know what place, um, you know, you won. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we, we got to get your shirt size and uh, your shipping address and all of that fun stuff. Guys, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that like button. Come on, bro. We gave y'all a lot of value. Did we give y'all value? Drop the gems and the goats in the chat. We need gems and goats in the chat. Follow Los Cut It on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. Barbers, I'm glad you guys um, love this. Congrats to the winners. Um, again, if you haven't done so already, take a screenshot if you're watching this on the phone. Or take a picture if you're watching it on a TV um, or a computer. So that way you can share it to your story. Then afterwards, me and Los can show you um, some love. <laughs> yo, you mess us up with that. So I know because, yo, humans are too predictable. We, we got to stop being so predictable, bro. <laughs> yep. and, and I love this. We all won for the gems we got. Let's go, exactly. barbers. So, again, just to remind you guys, if you go on the link in my bio, um, probably for the rest of tonight at least, um, there's going to be, uh, um, you get a free boppers card. Let me see if it's working real quick. Um, yo, Tim, you gotta, gotta double check it. Make sure it's working. Let me try to pull it up to see if it, 
it works. You guys are crashing the internet. You know, crashing the traffic going in hot. Uh, share this tab, but it will be right in here. It says free boppers digital business card. The discount is already applied, guys. And because you guys are on here, you're all going to get an opportunity. I put two in it, but you got to put the it, the discount should be on a Tim. See, see the discount. Okay, cool. We there. Oh, I got a bunch of them in there. But if you look, the discount code is already applied. All right. The price is up because I have some other stuff in there, obviously, but it will be uh, free. You just got to cover the shipping. Feel free to add some other stuff to the cart, guys. Check it out. I love my bopper cart. I love all my bopper products. It makes me being able to market myself so much easier and uh, makes me look really cool when I'm tapping phones and all of that. So make sure you guys claim that as well. Um, Los, what's up, bro? What, what, what do you, how you feel about this conversation? How you feel if I'm feeling right now? I know we two hours and 50, two, 51 minutes deep, bro. Shout out to everybody that did a super chat too, man. Thank y'all. How you feeling? No, seriously, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm more, more of like wondering how do you feel about it? Do you feel like you got enough out of this? How do the people feel honestly? Cause you know, like dude, to me, again, now, guys, like drop the goats and gems to let Glow know how how y'all feel about I did, it. I didn't, I didn't even scratch the surface, man. I got there's a lot more that I I could give away. There's a lot of talk that I get, a lot of questions I get about what's it like to be a part of a brand, what's it like to be a traveling barber, how do I get signed with a brand? There's a lot of things that we didn't cover. Um, that a I, lot I of people like, saying part two, round two, <laughs> round two, lows. Because I'll, I'll be more than happy. Because like, look, here's the thing: I just want to give away everything I've I was able to. To, to to learn all these years and let you guys apply that and, and learn from my my uh setbacks and you guys can kill it like you guys can take it i can share a lot of secrets and how to get signed and what's the most important thing about working with a company and building your own brand there's a, so much behind it i feel like today we mainly covered more about who i am and and how i did well behind a chair but you guys got to remember everything that we covered today it's all in the past we didn't talk about anything that's going on today and how I'm doing today. And I think a part two would be dope and we can kind of get to that level of, well, what is Lowe's doing now and how is he doing it? And mm. I'll be more than happy. I love it. And just, just, just cause I know you're, you're, you're your own worst critic and that's why you're so amazing at what you do. And I, you want to be able to give your all and feel like you covered everything. And, Bro, I understand. You know, what I mean, we're we're the same energy in different bodies, so it's like this could go for for the rest of the day. We do a twenty four hour live and never run out of things to talk about, right? Um, but, but what I will say, just to give you some perspective, is there are so many people tapped in, bro, that are still um, at that space where you were. So it's like past to you, but it's their current. So a lot of the the insight that you're sharing just from experience is so much more valuable and helpful than even you realize because you know you're not there no more you know what i mean while while they're still there so they're picking up all of these gems uh uh connecting with los when los was before you know you who you are now so i i do like your idea as well you know covering some of the more current stuff for some of the people who may be further along in the journey and it can help them out a lot and plus you know that type of stuff will also inspire to hell out of um, the people who may not be nowhere near that yet, we just give them some, you know, uh, perspective in, in in goals to start swinging for, you know. So um, no. you you dropped a lot of gems. They loved it. You seen the chat? The chat was going crazy. You did amazing. But again, I know you're on your own worst critic, so it's cool. I like that about you. That's why we gonna do we gonna do a part two, and it's gonna be yeah. uh, even bigger and better. Um, last thing I want to ask you before we uh we wrap it up. 
is 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 a little going to be a little bit, I guess, of a tougher question, but maybe it won't be easier for you. But if you had to put all your wisdom into one piece of advice for aspiring barbers, what would it be? Make sure you love what you do. Make mm. sure you love it. If you're if you're doing this barber thing simply because of what you see on Instagram, simply because you um, you think it's going to bring you fame, it's going to bring you money, it's going to bring you this, it's going to bring you that, it, it you're going to find out real quick that that's not it at all. And I tell people all the time that barber isn't the reason why I am who I am, but it's the because I am who I am. It gave me the opportunity to do what I, how I operate and express it through barbering. Because I say this all the time. Listen, guys, I promise you, if I would have been a rock collector, I would have been the best rock collector ever. I would have learned about different stones, different quality of rocks and, and how to cut them in half and how to polish them. I would have learned photography to capture these stones that I could eventually sell and trade off and make money. I would have learned how to do this and do that. I would have applied everything I did with barbering into something else and would have shined just as much. It ain't barbering that made me who I am, but barbering gave me the opportunity to become who I am. So... That had a lot to do with also loving what I do. I love cutting hair. I love talking to people. So because I enjoyed it and I never chased a dollar, I just did everything based off energy and vibes and all that. Everything came, all the opportunity come, you know? And this is what I want people to understand is that if you truly have a passion for doing hair and you enjoy doing it and you enjoy the good, the bad and the ugly, then you're, you're good. Just apply the hard work and I promise you things will come. Things will come, especially when they come when you least expect them. When you're ready to quit, that's when things come. I've heard enough testimonies to know that when people are almost this close to hanging up, an opportunity came. Most people don't even know. 2021, before I got my contract with Babyliss, I was on the meeting with my guy, Carlos, who's a videographer, and I was ready to quit hair because I was I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to focus on video and go to these concerts with you and go to these festivals and just work behind the scenes and just film because I'm cutting hair. A week later, I get the call to get a, an official contract from Babyliss because they love what I've been doing. And and, and people don't know that. And, and I share that because I was ready to hang it up and, and look how much more I gave you since the moment I got contracted from Babyliss. Look how much I gave you from that moment to today. Look how much. And I was ready to throw that away because I was burnt out. You know, it happens. And, and, and just keep pushing, one. But also make sure you love what you do. Don't do it for money because you can have money and still be miserable. Remember that. You can have money. Some of the People living in poverty all over the world that I've personally seen are probably the happiest people in the world. So when you do things with good intentions and you move correctly, you don't do people dirty and you do it with love, I promise you, it'll all come back in its own way. And it might take five years, it might take 10 years, but it's going to come back. You're never going to do live good and, 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 and God is not going to look out for you. So just know that because if you don't believe it, I'm living proof of it. I didn't have to go through hell to get to where I'm at. But I also moved accordingly, and this is why I've been blessed with all these opportunities. But at the same time, I put in a lot of hard work behind it. Mm. Barbers, I need y'all to spam the chat with the microphone because that was a mic drop, bro. Spam it with the microphones. Yo, Los, that was a whole bunch of gems, bro. Like, that that was just as real as it comes. And, bro, that's we appreciate you. You know, I, I just want to again take take this moment to to really give you your flowers and thank you for for helping pave the way in so many ways for so many of us in this industry. 
Thank you for continuing to inspire us and set the trends. And, uh, you know, thank you for just showing us what's possible, bro. Thank you for course, all, all you do to, to give back, uh, both digitally and in the real world. You know, uh, we appreciate you, bro. And, 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 and you have, I know how humble you are and, and you know what I mean? I, I respect and, 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 and are inspired by the humility, but you, you are on that Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? And, and we, and you we know love what's crazy, you bro. We love you for I, it, bro. I, I, a lot, a lot of people Thank don't you, bro, for the side of me. Chat, bro. Thank you, everybody that did the super chats. By the way, appreciate y'all. Yes, thank thank y'all. What were you gonna say? Um, a lot of people don't see this side of me at all, dude. Because I don't ever go live. I don't really connect. Like I don't get that personal on my Instagram. You guys just a lot of people only know me based off my work, and I, I can see how that may come off as this and that. But if you if you see me at a show, man, if you see me anywhere, dude, like I'm I'm, I'm just like you. You can walk up to me. I'm talking to you. I'll give you. Always you, been that you way. You take the time. Yeah, if you take the time to show me love, I'm gonna take my time to respect that. Um, so for those people that stood around and watched me for the first time and see how I have a conversation with people like Marv, then judge me for that and my work. You feel me? Like see me for that. Now you could add a face and, and a character to what I do for a living. We appreciate you, Low. So, Barbers, thanks again for tapping in. If you haven't done so one last time, subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button before you dip. And make sure you follow Low's Cut It on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Take a picture. Take a screenshot of this so that way you can share it to your story afterwards. Share some of your thoughts. Uh, make sure you tag me and Los so that way we can show you guys some love. Um, also, remember to make sure that you pick up your free Boppers digital business card, the Barber's Edition, and uh, be on the lookout for an email from me. I'll be sending you an email. Um, if you entered the giveaway, you might have to check your junk or your spam folder, but be on the lookout for an email from me um, at some point tonight um, because there will be some other specials in the email that you'll be able to take advantage of um, until tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. So with that being said, me and Los, thank you guys truly from the bottom of our hearts for you tapping in and engaging with us, bringing us the positive energy, the good energy. I don't think I've seen any trolls tonight. Did you see any? I don't think I seen any trolls tonight. So it's been nothing but love and positivity, which is so dope, man. Um, thank you guys for bringing that good energy. Also, make sure you guys give this a rewatch. Play this in the shop, man. So so many of the barbers that work around you can see it. You know what I mean? Like this is impactful for you. It's gonna impact other people. So play it in the shops. This is worth a, a few listens. Uh, so make sure you check it out. And uh, we thank you again. We appreciate you for all the love and support that you guys continue uh, to show us. Barbers! Los, I need you to hang out for a minute when I end the live. Of course. Um, of course. Everybody else, y'all be safe. And uh, keep pushing. Keep chasing greatness. And uh, until next Gem Talk, you know, just keep doing what you do and loving what you do. Barbers! Take care. <laughs>